What the happened last night? You find out the morning after. Let's do this thing. All right, let's roll. The morning after has it begun. The Fantasy Sports Radio and Television Network, iHeartRadio, Sports Byline. Shout out to all of our affiliates, American Forces Radio Networks, and everything else uh, in between. I am Gabriel Morenci in Midtown Manhattan. The countdown is on. The National Football League uh, draft is on Thursday. And uh, the NHL playoffs continue. We've got NBA playoffs. We've got Major League uh, Baseball. But I I think we'll spend a lot of time talking about the draft uh, this week. Uh, We were going to talk NFL draft uh, with Manish Mehta of the New York Daily News. He covers the New York Jets. And uh, the Jets are in a pretty good spot uh, right now, sitting in in the three-hole in which they could just kick back and watch the traffic in front of them. Sort of like the Daytona 500. Let, let everyone else start doing crazy things ahead of you, and then who knows? You know, they, you know, you never know what's going to happen here with the first overall pick. It might be Kyler Murray. The sports books are dead set, uh, locked in, that it's going to be. Uh, but, hey, if it isn't, and maybe uh, maybe there's some trades, a lot of chaos could go down over the next uh, couple of days. Joe Ranieri's in Miami, Florida. What's up, Joe? What is going on, Gabe? Hell of a weekend, man. A little little hockey craziness, a couple of game sevens, a couple of sweeps in the NBA, and uh, don't look now, the Red Sox won three games. Holy crap. You could have just stopped after hell uh, before we went into weekend. Cause, you know what? We had uh, five winning days in a row last week. And I tell you, sports betting is just so much funner when you win. Um, mm. So I had five consecutive winning days from Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, every day, every day. I went to the book, bam. The next day I'd go back and I'd have more. I'd have more money than I did the day before. And it was a nice feeling. It was almost, it was like, a, it was like an ATM machine or something. You know, all right, I got to go to the bank and I just go, you know, cash the tickets. But Saturday, Saturday was the first day that I lost. And then I lost again yesterday, back to back. And you know, it's a combination of bad picks, some bad calls, and some really bad beats along the way. But, hey, it's a cold world. My grandfather used to say, may he rest in peace. Any day above ground's a good day. So we'll have to be glass half full. Happy Easter to everybody. <laughs> I'm looking over at FanDuel's uh, lines for the draft. Man, they've got like 82 million props, Joe. We'll hit that. We'll talk Jet football, NFL football, and everything else in between. Let's go. Eventually, it's going to happen. You'll turn the key and your engine won't start. Don't lose your ability to get around. Visit O'Reilly Auto Parts for a super start battery. Whether it's a reliable economy, hardworking premium, or powerful extreme, you'll find it at an everyday low price. Don't let a dead battery slow you down. Visit O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get into shape. So I got back into the game with Nugenics. I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive. You want to get back into shape? Get Nugenics. All you have to do is send one simple text. Frank's right. 
Just text YOUTH to 321321 to get a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And guys, she'll like the difference too. Nugenic samples are not available in stores. To get your complimentary bottle, text YOUTH to 321321. That's Y-O-U-T-H to 321321. Indeed knows finding the right hire takes time away from your business. Hiring a qualified data engineer felt like a second job. More job seekers use Indeed than any other site, so there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for. I needed someone with a master's in computer science and database experience. Plus, Indeed screener questions help you find your shortlist fast. Now I'm back to having just one job. See why more than 3 million companies worldwide use Indeed to hire. Post your job at Indeed.com slash hire. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Source.com score total visits. I had great results. I lost 70 pounds. I weighed 265 and went down to 195. My doctor told me, if it works for you, then do it. But a lot of people say to me, how did you lose the weight? I said, I take Andro 400 every day. I'm going to take it forever. That was Walt talking about Andro 400. Now listen to what Bob has to say. When you listen to your radio commercials, you say that's not possible. Possible, but since I've experienced it, your commercials aren't strong enough. I am 76, and I've had a belly for way too long. My whole body is shrinking. My energy level has gone up, and the only thing difference is under 400. It's great stuff. I tried other products, and nothing happened. Guys, if you'd like to lose stubborn belly fat, gain energy, and feel years younger, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 8 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. Andro400.com. Morning after Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I am Gabriel Morenci, Midtown Manhattan. Joe Ranieri's throwing it down in Miami, Florida. Pete Annapolis uh, will join us in about half an hour's time. We'll talk uh, NBA basketball with Pete, um, RDS television analyst, uh, former assistant coach with the UMass uh, Minutemen. We'll talk New York Jet and NFL draft uh, football with Manisha Mehta of the New York Daily News. As uh, we were mentioning uh, earlier off the top of the program, uh, Kyler Murray's 10 to 1. So a minus 1,000 to be the uh, first overall uh, pick. And it is interesting as... um, as we've discussed, uh, Joe, it's interesting that it is, it feels like it's all or nothing in a sense that Kingsbury loves uh, Kyler Murray. There's no doubt about it, and he's the perfect quarterback to run uh, his offense. Uh, but if he doesn't get taken uh, first overall, then then what? You know, then who's the team that's going to surprise us all? And there's some interesting, uh, there's some interesting props here. So first quarterback uh, taken is uh, Kyler Murray, 10 to 1. Um, number one overall pick in the draft, Kyler Murray, 10 to 1. Which team will draft uh, Kyler Murray? Arizona, 10 to 1. That's the interesting one in which he could be the number one pick and it might not be Arizona. Or you could get screwed if you played a prop, like which team would draft Kyler Murray. And let's say you're like, all right, the Raiders at 8 to 1. And then Arizona takes him and trades him. Right? Mm. And you don't win your prop somehow along the way. <laughs> and I'm looking at all these NFL draft props right now, and there's not a free gift on the damn screen, Joe. I'm looking at it, and mm. 
they're, they're all so well adjusted. Like years ago, man, you know, you could really crush these these draft props. Uh, but with when time goes on, there's just so much information out there for everybody. It's hard to catch the book uh, sleeping when it comes to this stuff, unless you're going to go Johnny Contrarian against Kyler Murray. That's that's where there's money to be made. And if it's not going to be Kyler Murray taken, and, you know, you seem to be anti-Kyler Murray, uh, Joe, then the bet is Nick Bosa at plus 500. If anybody wants to roll the dice and you're like, you know, listen, I'm not big on Kyler Murray. I don't really think he'll be drafted first overall. Nick Bosa is the consensus best player on the board if you take Kyler Murray out. And I'm not even saying Kyler Murray is the best player on the board. And I don't think a lot of teams think that Kyler Murray is the best player on the board. But there's 32 general managers in the NFL, uh, Joe. And the saying is, it only takes one to think that he's that good. Yep. Yeah. I, you know, I'm just convinced, Gabe, the more and more that I, uh, I look at this and yes, I have not been the biggest Kyler Murray fan because I'm not a big fan of having to reshape your entire organization simply for one unproven quarterback. Uh, but the reason I'm really leaning towards Arizona is going to take Murray. And then the rest of the draft to me is going to be right up until number six. What do the giants do is going to be the next interesting part, but Kyler Murray's got to go to Arizona. They for this won't one take a quarterback reason. at six. What and in we'll the get world into the Giants. Do you do? But what I don't do think do the Giants are going to take Rosen? a quarterback. What do you do with Josh Rosen? There and is no him. way. It, but, I, I mean, that's my point. So, it, he has to, Kyler Murray has to go to Arizona. They've already told you as much. They've alienated the kid they drafted last year. You can't have him on the roster. So, the only reason you wouldn't have him on the roster is because you take Kyler Murray. I think it's a foregone conclusion. Kyler Murray's going to Arizona. Josh, Rose, uh, Josh Rosen's being shipped out. Well, there's a bigger... There's a bigger market for Josh Rosen than there is for the Kyler Murray pick. Yes. Uh, there's a lot of teams that like Josh Rosen. And, you know, we don't know all of them. I know that the New England Patriots are, are going to be one of them. Mm-hmm. The New York Giants could potentially be one of them. But I believe, you know, the Giants aren't going to take a quarterback. I, I personally do not believe they'll take a quarterback with the sixth pick. Mm-hmm. I think they'll, they're going to take a quarterback with the 17th pick. That's, yes. that's sort of my speculation that they think they can get Jones. And I think they I think they are in love with Jones. I think they like him. Um, the kid out of Duke. You know, you look at the connections for, for Jones, why he makes sense. Number one, the, the person they compare him the most to is Peyton Manning. So, <laughs> you know, not Eli, but Peyton. Big, strong, you know, big, tall kid. Very, very smart. High football IQ. He kind of looks like Peyton a little bit, too. Like you, see, you see his body and stuff. Yeah. He kind of looks like Peyton. Number two, so we know the Giants like the Manning bloodlines, right? I mean, say what you will about Eli. This kid did play every damn week for 12 years or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, and he got him two Super Bowls. Well, he was part of two Super Bowls. Um, <laughs> he was part of two Super Bowls. Can't take that away from him. But they like the Manning bloodline, obviously, the, the Giants and the Maris, et cetera. You've got this kid, Jones, out of Duke, who looks and plays a lot like Peyton Manning. Right. And was was coached by Cutliffe, who coached Peyton Manning. Right? I mean, this Cutliffe guy is sort of a quarterback uh, guru. I think, they're, I think they like this guy a lot. I think they look at him as sort of like an Eli, a taller Eli, and a progression of the Mannings. Because last time I checked, there's not another Manning brother quarterback out there right now, is there? No, is no, Cooper well, eligible is. or no? He can't play, right? No, no, not yet. Uh, yes, yeah, so there's not yet. another man. This is as close as the Giants can get. <laughs> the Manning, 
It is. Yeah, this it. is like really the closest you can get. Coached by the same guy. Yep. Looks, you know, is the same guy. That's as close as they can get to a Manning. I think that's the way they're going to go. And then they have Eli play this year. You get Jones. I think they – are there other teams that like Jones that much? I don't know. And anything that we hear right now, Joe, I kind of ignore all this. I really do. Nobody mm. knows anything, man. General managers don't tell people in the media. I hate to break it to people. It's yeah. all speculation. That's all you're reading is speculation right now. And that, you know, and, and hats off to, uh, to to Gettleman, because even if he did want to take a quarterback, none of us even really have any idea which one they like. We've heard he likes Haskins. He doesn't like Haskins. He likes trying to, I mean, they have really done a great job of absolutely not leading us down one way or the other, but I don't think they well, can go That's the beautiful wrong. thing of being crazy. Yeah, it's sort exactly. of like a crazy guy in the street. You don't know what he's going to do, Joe. <laughs> no <laughs> so, idea. Like, I, I don't know what the Giants going to do. Right. And that's why I think if Kyler Murray goes one, I think the it'll fall in line, I think, until you get to the Giants. And then you're going to be like, all right, where are we going here? What's the direction? I think that I'm speculating. I, like, I don't know. That's all I'm going to do this week is tell you what <laughs> I think teams will do. And there's a difference about what they will do and what they should do. <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, and that's the thing, guys. Like, so I, I will put this out as a disclaimer this week because we're talking. I'm looking at everything pretty much from a draft betting perspective here almost, guys. So, if I'm telling you, all right, I think this is going to happen, it doesn't mean that I think that guy's the best. Mm-hmm. I'm just telling you what, you know, all we can do is try to guess and predict, right, what, what these teams are going to do. And. I don't know, man. I got to tell you, I think the NFL general managers have done a better job than usual, actually, this year of confusing people. Yeah, and There's what a can, lot what of quiet they... general managers out there, bro, and, you know, they're up to something. We just don't know what it is. What what can the Giants – see, like, I don't think the Giants can go wrong at six. What, what could Gettleman do at six that would have everyone go, oh, God, he screwed it up? Like, if he goes defense – Great. If he goes quarterback, you're great. Right. I don't see how they can lose at six. You know what I mean? It's good point. Good point. Like it's hard. You know, they're all, that's what I was saying about it, the Jets. Like it's hard for them to screw this up too. Yeah. <laughs> like let's just say that Arizona takes Murray. It's like all right, we'll we'll get the kid out of Alabama if they take Bosa. We'll get it's Quint like Williams, we fall exactly. right into it. They they could go yep. Josh Allen. You're right, but don't you? And it's a good point that you raised. Like all right, we're at six. And honestly, I've said this before, dude. You could pretty much send a team of monkeys to draft the first round, couldn't you? Yeah, it's like especially the board, there. Yeah, in the first six or whatever. It's like, I don't know, yeah. man. You could be drunk. All right. Yeah. All right, they took uh, Gary. We'll take Josh Allen. You know, yep. like, they're all graded already, these guys. But there is a little inner voice inside me that tells me, you know what? Yeah, they could screw this up at six somehow. <laughs> <laughs> They'll draft some offensive lineman that everybody else had, like, 37th or something. Yeah. <laughs> no, they could screw this up. Don't, they could. Yep. I don't think they they can. I say this as a Michigan fan. The Rashawn <laughs> Gary guy is very good. He took a lot of plays off in college, Joe. Yeah, he took did. a lot of plays off, man. Like there'd be there'd be times in a game you didn't know he was there. Like he's even playing, and then oh, there's a there's a tackle or a sack. But he, you know, that motor. And when I'm in the NFL, I'm looking for guys to go every down. You know what I'm saying? Because if yep. you didn't go every down when you weren't getting paid. How are you going to do it now when you got money? <laughs> well, well, if they don't go quarterback, what's the first quarterback taken afterwards then? Yeah, um, who goes? Luck? I mean, Luck? Uh, Haskins? Who? Where, where do they go? It's a good, uh, well, we can bet it. We'll break down the odds. You're right. Drew yeah. Law could be the next quarterback taken to Denver after. 
Yep. That could happen. What a 10, I believe. Where do you want to go on a vacation or honeymoon? The Caribbean, Europe, Hawaii, Mexico? How about Disney or a cruise? At Superior Cruise and Travel, we've got you covered. We'll assign you your own travel concierge. They'll help you design a custom vacation plan that you can't find online. And the service is completely free. You can't compare the value of this to any other online travel company. We can help you plan a custom vacation anywhere in the world. We even offer payment plans with no credit card required. Now you pay off your vacation on your time schedule. Call now and mention the promo code RADIO and save up to $500. Book your custom trip. Call Superior Cruise and Travel now and talk to one of the highest rated travel agencies in the country with a 5-star A-plus online rating. 800-570-9631. 800-570-9631. That's 800-570-9631. Do you use the blue pill to charge your sex life? Have you been thinking about trying the blue pill? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for the other blue pills. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in a non-marked package. 800-223-0992 800-223-0992 That's 800-223-0992 Attention business owners, now is the perfect time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. We can give you packages with up to 90 great channels and save your business a ton of cash. And if you call right now, you can learn how to get free equipment and free installation. Now you have choices. It's time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. And call today and get 90 channels plus free equipment and free installation. Smart business owners like you all across the country are consolidating and saving money on their cable TV, internet, and phone service for their business. So now's the perfect time. This may be a limited time offer to the first 100 people that call right now. So please save money and call now. 800-470-7113. 800-470-7113. That's 800-470-7113. All right, morning after Fantasy Sports Radio and Television Network, Sports Byline Affiliates, iHeartRadio, a million other places. We appreciate you joining us. I am Gabriel Morenzi, Midtown Manhattan, Studio 34. Joe Ranieri's in Miami, Florida. Um, we're talking NFL draft, and uh, our chat's uh, banging right now as everybody's an NFL insider as to what every NFL team is going to do. <laughs> and uh, Shocking. That's the beautiful thing about uh, draft uh, week. I told you, put your, it's like uh, Herb Edward, put your name on it. Put your money on it. There's props for all this stuff. So let's talk uh, NFL draft uh, right now. And uh, from a Jet perspective and NFL perspective, uh, Manish Mehta 
uh, kind enough to join us. I know he's really busy uh, joining us. Manish, welcome to the program. Thanks for joining us this morning. Thanks for having me on, guys. So uh, the speculation and the countdown uh, has uh, begun. You know, it's, what a crazy week when it comes to – I don't believe anything. You know what I mean? It's sort of like reading uh, like the Washington Washington Post or like you know anything political, or you know just everything's a smokescreen, right? It's almost like the episode of uh, of Seinfeld when they go to buy a car because Dad's just like, "Stay away, stay away. I'm on to you." I don't believe any rumor, any report out there. But you're in the middle of this. What's it like from a reporter standpoint being in the middle of Rumor Central? Because Reporters, you guys report Fox. At draft week, it's not Fox. It's all speculation. Yeah, what's interesting is that, uh, look, nobody gets it right. It's not like you've ever heard of anybody, you know, per- correctly predicting the entire first round, let alone, you know, the first 10 picks. I mean, it, there's a reason why teams are so uh, tight-lipped and keep things close to the vest. So what you try to do as a reporter and even as a fan, you, you know, you try to correctly diagnose what their needs are and try to pair up uh, players that make the most sense uh, without reaching too much for any given team. Uh, but what I found is that typically when you look at mock drafts, for example, in uh, you know late March versus today, the week of the draft, uh, it, it's a little bit more accurate now than it was three or four weeks ago because, you know, you get more information talking to various people on different teams uh, throughout the league. And, again, you're never going to hit the bullseye, uh, but you're going to get pretty close, and sometimes you'll you'll be right uh, as long as your logic and your thinking is correct. Uh, this year is so interesting because there is uncertainty at the at the top, at the number one pick. And, and because we're talking about either a quarterback in Kyler Murray or perhaps a defensive lineman in Quinn Williams, uh, depending on who actually goes – to the top will ultimately determine how everything flows down and trickles down on those first handful of picks. So that's why I'm I'm fascinated because I don't believe that ultimately the Cardinals will take a quarterback at one. If I'm the Jets, and let's look at this from a Jet perspective, they're sitting in the three spot and they're throwing it out there, potentially open for business if if somebody uh, wants to deal and they can move down. But really they're in a pretty good spot. Let's say Kyler Murray is taken uh, by Arizona first overall. They fall into Bosa, you know, or or Quinnen, as you just stated. You know, maybe they like Josh Allen a lot. Do you think they are going to trade down? But if Murray is taken, it's really hard to screw this up uh, drafting this high this year, isn't it? Yeah, I would agree with you. Uh, if, if the quarterback is taken and all these defensive linemen are still available, it, it would be difficult unless you pick the wrong guy, and we're not going to really know that for a few <laughs> yeah, years. Exactly. Uh, the Jets are trying to move down. It's easier said than done. Uh, in a perfect world, uh, they would love to recoup a second-round pick, uh, You know, one, of, one they lost last year by trading away three second-round picks to ultimately move up for Sam Darnold in the Colts trade. So they would like to get more draft capital. They only have six picks. Uh, I believe the, the Seahawks and the Bears are the only two teams with fewer picks than the Jets. So they, they want to get more volume. But it takes two to tango, right? So you got to find a team that's willing to move up to three. I'm not so sure they're going to be able to do that, which sets up an interesting scenario if they are at three and Williams is available. I don't think Bosa is getting past the Niners, but uh, no. you know, even if he were available, I, you know, I, I don't see that scenario. So you're talking about Quentin Williams. We're talking about perhaps Josh Allen, Ed Oliver from Houston. There are options there. I don't know if you can mess it up, at least you know as of right now, because all of these players on paper are very good uh, 
But, uh, look, Mike McCagney, the general manager, has final say with the 53-man roster. He's usually taken a collaborative approach. Uh, you know, he hasn't gone off the reservation except one notable time when he took Christian Hackenberg in the second round. So oh. uh, I have a general sense of, you know, who the we all Jets make mistakes, kind of Manish. We all make mistakes. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a little bit more glaring when you make a mistake yeah, for a quarterback in the second round. Yeah, at least it's not a fir- it wasn't a first round pick. But uh, but I agree with your original premise. It'd be very difficult to to screw this up. Uh, you know, from where the Jets stand currently at the three spot. What are you hearing, Manish? Regarding, I mean, listen, Greg Williams now, right? Staying with that three-four defense. I've heard some people say they're not enamored with Josh Allen, although he probably makes the most sense. They're not crazy. I do hear a lot of Ed Oliver. The whole Leonard Williams Ed Oliver combination would just be, you know, would be terrifying to the rest of the AFC East. Who do you think is the best fit for what Greg Williams is bringing to the table as the new defensive coordinator? Well, I think the smartest pick, this is my opinion, uh, I think the smartest pick would be Quentin Williams. Uh, if you take Quentin Williams out of the equation and you're asking me to choose between Josh Allen and Ed Oliver, I think Ed Oliver makes more sense. And it's interesting because, you know, you, you hear, whether it's reading or, or watching on television, you hear that Ed Oliver would not oh be a good scheme fit for the Greg, for Greg Williams' defense. That's not true. That's not true in any sense. If you understand how Greg Williams likes to play defense, it's a Hello? Oh, we lost you for a second there. I'll continue. We got you, though. Yeah, I, I was saying, look, my, my pick would be Quentin Williams if Williams was, was not an option for them. I love that, Oliver. I think he's really good, Manish. Isn't it? They're probably thinking they could, you know, like you said, it's not easy just to trade down because you want to trade down. But isn't Ed Oliver more sort of graded in that seven to nine range more so than three? Yeah, see, I, I don't buy that. I, I see these mock drafts. I, I don't buy that. I don't believe that NFL teams care about that. If you're willing to take a player at seven or eight or yeah, nine, yeah. Who, who cares if you take him at three? Who's going to care a year, two, three years from now that you took him three or four spots ahead of where mock drafts had slotted him? To me, I like it's a your style, game if That's what I say yeah, in fantasy football. Oh, you reach for him. I don't care. If I wanted him, I took him. No, there's, <laughs> yeah, there's no such thing as a reach, in my opinion. What's dangerous is if you trade down and then ultimately someone smarter than you takes the player you want, and you know, then you're ultimately screwed. Well, well put. Uh, well put. Mm. So. The Jets, it's been a great offseason for the Jets when in comparison to what's going on uh, with the Giants uh, right now. And really, this draft really just could be the icing on the cake. Is this the most excitement around a New York Jet football team uh, with, with, with a fan base uh, going into the season uh, than you've seen in a little while? Yeah, I think so. A part of that, uh, probably the biggest part of that is that people are excited about Sam Darnold. They have a new head coach, of course, bringing in Le'Veon Bell and C.J. Mosley doesn't hurt either. So, yeah, there's a lot of anticipation. There's a, you know, there, there's a lot of promise. And, again, I think that all kind of flows from the quarterback spot. And, you know, that's a position that they really haven't solved for the better part of a half century. Uh, you know, the wide receivers, we knew about the chemistry that they, um, that he, you know, that Sam developed with Robbie Anderson. But moving forward here, what about drafting another wide receiver? Would it surprise you to see them grab somebody? Um, in, in, you know, they don't have a second-round pick, as you mentioned. So third round, fourth round, do you think a wide receiver will be in play here? I think that's an option for sure. Uh, they have two third-round picks. They got an additional one when they traded Teddy Bridgewater to the, to the uh, to Saints uh, last, last summer. So they have two third-round picks. They also have a, a glaring need at center. I think the offensive line will be addressed with one of those two third-round picks. 
uh, assuming they don't trade, there's always a possibility that they could trade up into the second round because they've got that extra draft capital. They've got Darren Lee, who they're looking to move. So, uh, you know, they don't have a second round pick right now. But as it stands, yeah, I think wide receiver is one of those areas that they, I, would not surprise me if they drafted. Uh, you know, a big wide receiver. They don't really have a tall target, so uh, that could be an option. But again, you know, they've got six picks, so there's only, and they've got a few more needs here in addition to offensive line. They've got a uh, cornerback that needs to be addressed as well. So, and we'll see if they don't draft an edge pass rusher, then edge pass rusher would be in play in the third round as well. So, a lot of needs, only a few picks. They can't address all of them. The early Vegas number on the Jets was seven wins. Mm. And uh, six, six and a half for the Buffalo Bills. And it's funny, Minich, because I'm a Bills fan. And I'm like, man, I like what the Jets are doing a lot. They look like the second-best team in the division. And, Joe, you're a Jet fan. And every Jet fan I talk to, no, 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 the Bills look really good. The Bills look really good. It's like neither of us want to take that. I don't think either of us are ready to to go after the Patriots yet. But I'm actually pretty bullish on both the, the, the Jets and the Bills moving forward here, Manish. They've got to go out. They've got to do it on the field. But I think the seven wins is very attainable for Gang Green. Sure, I, I do as well, and, and I, I've said all along that if they are not a part of the playoff conversation in December, then it would have been a disappointment of a season. Um, yeah. I know they only won four games last year, but just given who they brought in, given the fact that they they hired a coach who they believe can cultivate Sam Darnold's talent, all of those factors, given that they're going to get a, you know a dynamic player you would assume with their first pick in the draft, all of those additions to me means that they need to be a part of the conversation this year. They cannot be irrelevant, uh, and I think they will be. Whether that manifests itself into seven wins, eight wins, nine wins, or beyond is you know remains to be seen. But uh, you know I'm a big believer in Sam Darnold, and I think you know just talking about the Bills. It really depends on how you view Darnold and Josh Allen, the quarterback. You know, if those guys uh, are, in fact, what those teams who drafted them believe they can be, then, then yeah, they're both on the right track. Uh, you know, I don't want to oversimplify it, but really that's what it comes down to, in my opinion. If those quarterbacks are going to be the real deal, then I think both teams can be successful for a long time. I don't want to overhype it, guys, but, man, big uh, week one's a big game. Division game, Bills, Judd sets the tone for the year, and then the Browns. Monday Night Football, I'm fired up. Manish, thanks a lot for taking the time to be with us this morning. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. There's uh, Manish uh, Mehta from the New York uh, Daily News. I'm fired up for some Jet uh, football. Bills, Jets, week one. Hashtag anybody but Brady. Yeah, well, that's it. But, yeah, we're, we're not quite there yet, though. <laughs> no. Yeah, like, I'm not I'm not naive in saying, oh, yeah, the Bills and Jets are getting the Patriots. Yeah. But I am, I am believing. I can see it. I'm seeing... I can see, Joe, two, three years down the road, the Jets and the Bills playing in some pretty big games. Absolutely. Like the Patriots are eventually going to regress, and the Dolphins are far behind both the Bills and Jets right now. Yep. Like the the Bills are building something, the Jets are building something, but like when you stated, the Jets are talented enough to compete for a playoff spot. I think it's a disappointment if they don't, actually. Yeah, certainly for Mike McCagnan. Yeah, you're paying Le'Veon Bell for a freaking reason, right? You better do it. All right, let's talk football. Oh, we got Pete Annapolis coming up next. NBA. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. 
We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. You know, as an allergy sufferer, you're wired differently. I sure feel that way. That's why there's Nasacort. It's different, too. You see, unlike antihistamines, Nasacort targets and inhibits more of the allergic inflammation that causes your congestion and other nasal allergy symptoms. My antihistamine doesn't do that? None of them do. Oh, that is different. And it's why Nasacort's more effective at giving you 24-hour relief. So even if I'm wired differently... Nasacort stops more of what makes you miserable. Use as directed. What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 network today. We'll get them off your back. 800-961-3631 Maurice Allen 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion 2017 World Number One Me personally I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. If your vehicle is riding rough, it may be time for new shocks or struts. Right now at O'Reilly Auto Parts, buy a combination of two or four select Monroe or Rancho shocks and struts and get up to an $80 Visa gift card by mail. Improve your ride with Monroe or Rancho shocks and struts at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supplies. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know, I'm looking at this. I don't mind this uh, T.J. Yeldon signing uh, by the Buffalo Bills. Speaking of the Buffalo Bills. And uh, I know, Joe, uh, I'm Gabriel Morenzi uh, in uh, Midtown Manhattan. Joe Ranieri in Miami, Florida. I know, Joe, you liked what uh, the Buffalo Bills did in free agency. You know, they didn't get the big uh, they didn't get the big name in Antonio Brown. They tried to. They were in mild, early discussions for Odell, but they, they couldn't come close to what uh, Cleveland uh, was, was going to do. But... They quietly have signed some pretty good football players along the way. The center was a nice signing. The Morse kid was was nice. They got the, you know, one of the best return guys in the game, a Pro Bowl special teams uh, player. Uh, Cole Beasley helps uh, the intermediate passing game. It's just, uh, there's a lot of nice things that the Bills have done. I think Yeldon's just uh, another football player that you know helps the Buffalo Bills. It just makes them a little deeper, and he's a good football player. Is he a star? Yeah. No, but he's a good player. They they did a great job of addressing 
needs that they have without breaking the bank, which is so important this day, these days in the in the NFL. And now, what are they sitting there with the number eight pick? I think number nine pick. Yeah, yeah, eight. number nine. So it nine gonna, might be eight, nine. It's usually yeah. yeah. Yeah, nine. So they're going to have an opportunity once again here. Maybe Ed Oliver is, is going to be yeah. available if the Jets are going. I, I mean, would love that. A, a game changer, you know, with that head coach and that system there, uh, you, you can't help but to look at the Buffalo Bills and the Jets and go, you know what? As soon as Brady steps down or regresses a little bit, uh, there's going to be two teams uh, vying for uh, for AFC championships here moving forward. Yeah, the Bills, Bills are interesting. Yeah, nine. You know, I think they could use a tight end. That kid, the kid out of Iowa, they're both those tight ends are great out of There's Iowa. There's two of them, actually. yeah. Yep. They're, they're yeah, both two great. Of them. Like, yep. um, you know, I don't think you can go wrong either way. Yet, I don't know, tight end not high in the draft is sort of like a luxury item to, yeah. to a lot of teams. They don't like uh, going there. And, yeah, the Detroit Lions, eight, Bills at nine, Denver, ten. All right, let's bring in Pete Annapolis uh, right now. Uh, talk some NBA basketball since his team doesn't have a first-round pick. Uh, his first-round pick was Amari Cooper. Pete's a Cowboy fan. What's up, Pete? Yeah, I'll take the first-round pick. To a playoff spot for a first-round pick, I will. But Jason Garrett's still my coach. Anyway, <laughs> on to the next. <laughs> right, on, to, yeah. on to the next one. All right, um, so all right, where do we start uh, here? Uh, we won't talk about the Raptors and the Magic, although it's amazing uh, the, the difference from – Last Monday to this Monday, when everybody was, oh, the Raptors are hard, they're choking the playoffs to where we are now, in which they're just throttling the magic on a nightly uh, basis. Oklahoma City hit the, hit the wall at home uh, last night and this weekend. Russell Westbrook, um, you know what? You get the credit when you win. You get the, um, you get the blame when you lose. But uh, Westbrook uh, struggled last night at home, Portland on the verge of a series victory. No, you're right. I mean, uh, Russell Westbrook is a polarizing player on and off the court. Uh, don't understand why he has that beef with that reporter, that local reporter. But at the end of the day, you're right. This is professional sports. He played really well in game three. But last night, five for 21 from the field. Absolutely atrocious. And he is instigating this battle with Damian Lillard. And he is losing it, right? And I think the world is starting to see what kind of efficient player Damian Lillard is and what kind of franchise player he's becoming uh, him and CJ McCollum has been outstanding. They're doing this without Nurkic, right? And a lot of people you think most of them picked the Thunder to beat the Blazers, but Hey, Ennis Cantor steps in great acquisition at the, the at the deadline. Um, you know, it, he gets almost a double double. He actually blocked at one point Westbrook. That was funny because Billy Donovan was caught on tape a couple of years ago saying, I can't play this guy because he was just horrendous on the pick and roll action defensively. But having said that the problem with OKC guys, is you have Westbrook and you have George, and they have those max contracts. There's nothing really left in terms of depth and quality. Steven Adams has regressed. He's not playing to his level in the series. But you have guys like Terrence Ferguson starting for you at the two-guard. He's not an NBA starter. Yep. you got Felton, who's still playing uh, major minutes. Uh, Morris, Nerland Noel, with all due respect, I mean, you know, he's not a, a rotation guy in the NBA for a very good team. So that's what you're seeing with the with the signing of George. Um, they don't have the depth. They miss Andre Roberson. I mean, he hasn't played at all this year, but he's the guy that could defend those those really good wing scores. Or even you could put him on a McCollum or Lillard. He's not there. Listen, credit to the Blazers. 
Yeah, credit to them. I mean, listen, you're looking at $100 million in salary, and you're being outclassed, out-hustled, and outplayed by a Portland Trailblazers team who, let us not forget, wasn't favored in Vegas uh, to win this. They were actually getting plus money in the series, and what a difference that makes. But talk to me, Pete, about – I keep hearing the word parity, and yet the furthest thing we have right now is parity in the playoffs here. It's very top-heavy in both conferences. There's – the top four in each, and then there's pretty much everybody else. I mean, you know, we're going to have two more games tonight where people are going to get bounced out and get swept in all likelihood. Not a lot of parity there, Pete. No, that's a good point, Joe. And you look at they tried with the bird rule. They tried to give more money to the star players to sign with their team. But the league has become not only top-heavy from a championship perspective, even the second-tier teams have become top-heavy. When you look at the East, I mean, the big four – is the big four. Obviously, the Oladipo injury really changed things in Indiana. But when you look at the potential of Milwaukee versus Boston and Toronto versus Philly, I mean, let's fast forward right away to that second round. It's unfortunate that the fans are, we're not getting the quality of first round matchups that we have in the past. But I agree, there's not much parity. You look at Denver and San Antonio is the only other series that could potentially go seven games here. Uh, but, you know, the Clippers, uh, they got no chance. I'm surprised they even won one game. The Rockets, I mean, the second round will be intense, guys. If you look at Golden State potentially playing Houston, that's going to be unbelievable. And then Portland against Denver, too, or the Spurs. Uh, Denver and Portland will be two great young teams, emerging teams. But the East on the other side, LeBron leaves the East, and now it's a little bit wide open where you're looking at teams that have built themselves for success. Sixers were not afraid to pull the trigger uh, to acquire Tobias Harris. Let's see if that really is fruitful against the Raptors. The Raptors really mortgage a little bit of their future by acquiring Gasol. Uh, obviously, uh, Kawhi Leonard, we don't know if he's going to resign next year as well. So I think the teams of the East are going for it, uh, and it's going to be really tantalizing come that second round. Unfortunately, we don't have uh, the great quality first-round matches that we're used to, but really legitimately, the Warriors are the favorite, but I think there's about four to six other teams that are on that second tier that believe they can get to the finals and maybe win it, but there aren't no parity anymore. Uh, Brooklyn and Philadelphia is one of the more entertaining uh, series. Is Even though Brooklyn's only won uh, one game, they probably deserve better on Saturday. It was a brutal beat for me. I had the Brooklyn Nets uh, plus three points. They ended up losing by four with delayed free throws. Um, the league says um, you know, over the weekend, guys, that the Jared Allen was fouled. Hmm. And no kidding, he was fouled. Uh, yeah, so uh, Jared Allen was fouled on that final possession. Yet... I didn't like the play at all, Pete. I mean, I, you know, for the love of God, I mean, really? You're going to give the ball to Jared Allen. You're going to give the ball to a center in that spot. I don't like, you know, you know this. You're a coach. I, I, it drives me crazy, man, when I see when I see people bounce passing the ball to a big man in traffic. It's just it's putting him in such a tough spot. He had three sixers around him. And, yeah, there was a little bit of contact, but I don't have confidence he would have hit both free throws at the line anyways. I, I didn't understand the play call. It is what it is. But, man, that's been a freaking fun series, Brooklyn and uh, Philadelphia. Philadelphia eight-point favorites tomorrow night to close them out. No, you're right. It's been a great series in terms of an entertaining series. Brooklyn has really made it competitive. And then when they look at themselves in the mirror, they're probably saying, hey, this series should be tied at the very least. They turned the ball over five times in their last ten possessions, uh, though. 
Listen, you make a great point. When I was coaching, I remember any guy that would throw a bounce pass to one of our big guys, I mean, they were absolutely right away on the line, give us some sprints and some suicides. Big guys, you got to put it up there. Let them go get it. I understand Kenny Atkinson's thought process in terms of getting some movement, uh, some action, and then trying to find uh, Allen on, on, the, on the curl off the pick and roll. But this is the NBA, right? It's so difficult, you know, to put a bounce pass between a couple of they guys. They didn't bite, yes. Pete. They didn't go to the perimeter, perimeter right? I get it. I they wanted. They thought, oh, for sure, they think we're gonna we're gonna shoot. I think they wanted to bait him out to Panerma and bang it in, but they just forced it in right away. There was no. It didn't have a hope in hell of working. <laughs> no, and I and, and as, as soon as I saw it, I was like, man, I tweeted that out. Listen, the ball had to be in the actual Russell's hands. If it's not within him, you got Dinwiddie and you got Karis Levert who had a great game. you got to get something down by two going to the basket, right? You're at home. you got to trust that you're going to attack the basket, get some body contact, either you're going to finish or you're going to get to the free or throw Or take line. the damn three for the win. Be bold and go for the win. At least. But you got to get your best players touching the ball in yep. that situation. Mm-hmm. With my respect to Jared Allen, it wasn't there. Again, they're not going to quit. They're not going to fight. But it looks like Philadelphia, although this could be a tricky game, I'm not quite sold, again, on Philadelphia. But, again, uh, we've had some entertainment, some fireworks with Jared Dudley uh, and Joel Embiid, who continues to run away from any type of physicality. That's, that's yeah. something that I'm, I'd like to see the second round. Well, I can't wait. And I'll tell you what, Philadelphia, I don't think Philadelphia match up well with the Toronto Raptors. I think the Raptors are going to beat these guys down. They're, they're showing a lot of weaknesses against uh, Brooklyn. Brooklyn's just not deep enough, and they're just a perimeter team. Brooklyn's been a nice run for the Nets, but – you know, Allen's cool and stuff, but they need a real power forward slash big guy. They're getting killed on the boards. They get pushed around too much. And let's be real. Embiid, like you said, and Embiid, he's a clown. It's like it's like every game where, no, no, it was sort of accidental or not. Yeah, he swung down on his arm. But like you said, once again, Butler has to get kicked out. You see Embiid backpedal. Then he puts his hands up in the air. I'd like to see Embiid uh, try that crap against Marcus Saul, Sergi Baca, and Kawhi Leonard. I bet you he doesn't do it as much. He's not going to be as much of a uh, prima donna, I think, against the Raptors. But I, I'm I'm pretty comfortable with it. I respect the Sixers. I like uh, Jimmy Butler's a great player, but you know Ben Simmons can't shoot for real. The old clunker dunk, Ben Simmons. Give me the Raptors. I'm going to bet the series price. I think the Raptors dispose of the Sixers. Yeah, so do I. I mean, I, I love what, uh, you know, the acquisition, even though I love Jonas Valanciunas, we're starting to see why Masai acquired Gasol. He's been a force in this series uh, defensively, right? He's totally shut down, shut, shut down Vucevic, who's been a non-factor, except when he was, when he picked up four fouls in game three in the fourth quarter, and then he went off a little bit on Ibaka. But you're right, you got Gasol, you got Ibaka there in the middle, and you got a guy by the name of Pascal Siakam, at $1.5 million per year, it is a bargain of the NBA. He's wow. an emerging star right here, and he is what Messiah's jury's contingency plan if they lose Kawhi Leonard, then, then Kyle Lowry's $33 million come off the books uh, the year after. So uh, the Raptors are all in. I like their depth. I like their quality. Even though Lowry is a little bit inconsistent with his scoring, when you got Kawhi and you got Siakam stepping up and emerging as a potential star player with not even any set plays called for him, he's averaging close to 25 and 10. The Raptors are in a good position here uh, to really take care of the Sixers. But it's going to be a physical series. A lot of star power on both ends. Man, let's fast forward, Joe, to the second round. Yeah, yeah. And and by the way, hats <laughs> off to Sean Marks and the Brooklyn Nets. I'm huh, man for actually bum-rushing the referee's uh, dressing room there and then getting thrown out. You know, if I'm a player, I'm going, you know what, I want to go play for – they got a lot of max money coming their way. I'm looking at Brooklyn going, I want to go play with that guy. 
Huh? Yeah, you got to love that. Masai Ujiri, if you remember a couple of years back, Gabe, when they played Brooklyn. Yeah, he did he it. He addressed the crowd outside. He did the F-bomb, F-Brooklyn. Yeah. So you got to love those GMs, man. It's a player's league. You got to really have that relationship with your players or potential future players. But it's a good point. Brooklyn has a lot of cap space. What does it mean moving forward next year? Durant, Jimmy Butler, Kyrie Irving. There's a few guys that are going to want to target. If they can get one guy, I think Brooklyn is on a way to really being a legitimate uh, franchise in the Eastern Conference. Yeah, that's right. So Sean Marks, uh, general manager of the Brooklyn Nets, confronted the referees, which you're not <laughs> supposed to do. Actually went into their room after to say, what the <laughs> hell are you guys doing out here? And I like the uh, the Brooklyn Net uh, ownership group, which is another nice move. Yeah. They send out on Twitter. My partners and I have spoken to the entire Nets ownership group and support our GM, Sean Marks, for protesting the wrong calls and missed calls. <laughs> <laughs> love that NBA rules are rules and we respect that but our players and fans expect things to be fair boom there you go well done Brooklyn well done Pete Yiannopoulos RDS Television thanks Pete have a good day fellas level 2 coming up morning after continues Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But the secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California. Dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. 
they gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. you are playing MLB DFS and you're not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong, guys. Enter the promo code FNTSY, get a 10% discount. You'll get lineup alerts, projected ownership percentages, weather updates, fantasy projections, and, of course, the use of those same Daily Roto lineup optimizers that have produced millions in DFS winnings. It's the 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Promo code FNTSY and get your 10% discount today. The morning after Fantasy Sports uh, Radio Network, although there's nothing fantastic about uh, this news coming uh, from uh, Toronto. Evidently, um, evidently, there were some much upset people after the Toronto Maple Leaf game yesterday. Oh, as uh, According to Global News, a man was attacked and had his penis cut off. Um, the, attacker, was, the attacker... Was he a Bruins fan? Then jumped... <laughs> Off of the balcony, seventh floor balcony. Oh, uh, a woman, a domestic uh, domestic disturbance gone wrong, and um, you know we don't know the the details, but pretty pretty kind of graphic uh, here. But yeah, essentially, she she cut it off. Now I was under the impression she threw it off the balcony as well, but I think she took it with her, like she jumped off the balcony. Damn. The dude was, like, in the hallway of the oh, apartment man. complex, bleeding, screaming for help. How? Uh, so many questions. Yeah, you know. Yeah, like, how does I he even I'd get to that? People, I figure I'd, yeah. I'll tell people about this. Like, I didn't have a great weekend. I feel a little bit better. Right? At least <laughs> right. It wasn't that bad. You didn't get her chopped off, and, like, yeah. and she jumped off a balcony after the fact. So they That's could reattach it, it right? I know. Unless she put it on ice, I doubt it. Oh. It's kind of disturbing. Remember that guy? Who Bob, was it? Was, Bob, uh, Lorena Bobbitt ended yeah, up throwing that's it. Who it was, Remember yes. they had to go find it and put it on ice. So, then know, he made all just, those yeah. adult movies. Yeah, he was fine. Yeah. He got like yeah. uh, he got like yeah. a prosthetic penis uh, done, yeah. bigger, better. There you go. Yeah. And uh, became yeah. an adult uh, film uh, performer. Yeah. last night you find out the morning after let's do this thing all right let's roll level two it's 
deeper into the second hour of the morning after on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, Sports Byline, iHeart, and a bunch of other uh, platforms, American Forces Radio Network, uh, shout out. Uh, we appreciate everybody joining us this morning. Uh, we talked NBA, a little NFL, want to get more into the NFL uh, draft and see how this uh, plays out. We'll take a look at some of the numbers uh, and uh, props uh, that are posted for the NBA draft. We've got a couple NBA games tonight, Joe, but hard to get excited about them. Milwaukee are just absolutely throttling the Detroit Pistons. The closest game in the series was actually Saturday night, and that was 16 points. Mm. That was 16 yeah. points. Mm. There's not a big track record of NBA teams when down 3 nothing. No, they, no one's ever come back. But there's not even a big track record of them winning game four. Like, generally, generally you get swept when you're in this spot. And I took uh, I took Boston yesterday. I didn't get it in before the half, but I got there to the book for halftime. It's one of my few wins yesterday. I took Boston for the sweep. I'm not so sure, though. I think Utah could play with some pride tonight. I already, first thing I bet this morning was uh, Houston on the money line. I am not overthinking and creating storylines that don't exist. This is a terrible matchup. It has been from day one with Utah. You're going to give me Houston, the better team. James Harden's not going three for 20. Your your best shot you had and you didn't take it. I'll take the money line, minus 140 Houston all day long here. It's over tonight. They they want to be ready. They already know what's at stake here, and they they just can't compete with them. It's, it's a terrible matchup matchup for the uh, for the Utah Jazz, unfortunately. I think, yeah, I think most of the teams would be a terrible matchup for them. <laughs> like yeah. You know what I mean? The Utah Jazz are good enough to make the playoffs. That's yes. what they are. They're yeah. good enough to make the playoffs. And then it's like, I said this a couple of weeks ago, and when betting on sports, you know, you, it's a smart thing. You just said, don't overanalyze it. Just go with what happens. And why fight it? I mean, time yeah. and time again, I'm trying to look for the, the number, the actual number here of teams down 3 nothing, but it's still too far between that they actually do even win the game four. Yeah. Because even in their mind, they don't want to go on a road trip again. They're like, well, <laughs> even if we win, so what? We go back to Houston and lose? Yep. We're not winning four straight games. All right, we'll take a look at the games, the props, NFL draft, and more. Morning after. 
Nugenic samples are not available in stores. To get your complimentary bottle, text YOUTH to 321321. That's Y-O-U-T-H to 321321. Right now at O'Reilly Auto Parts, pick up five quarts of Castrol Edge Full Synthetic Motor Oil for $33.99 and get a $15 O'Reilly gift card by mail. Plus, you'll earn double O Rewards points during O Rewards Member Appreciation Month only at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to what Chris said about Andro 400. I've lost almost 40 pounds in 10 weeks. My son was getting married, and when I went for the suit fitting, I was a size 48. And when I went back to do the final fitting, I was a 44. I have more energy, that's for sure. I probably lost four inches around my belly. I'm 57, and I'm back when I was in my 30s. Here's what Dwayne said about Andro 400. This product really works. I'm an old guy, and I don't trust nobody. And I've tried all kinds of stuff. It's one of the few things I've ever bought that works. I couldn't believe it. I feel better. I have more energy. I walk 12 miles a day. I feel great. It changed my life. It really has. It's really incredible. Guys, if you'd like to lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel great, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. andro400.com. All right, morning after continues. We were talking about teams that are down 0-3 in the NBA and how it doesn't end well uh, for them in the next uh, game. 0-3 teams are 87 and 110 straight up. Actually, surprised they've won 87 times. 87, 102, and one against the spread. Um, 16 and 52 straight up. 26 and 42 against the spread if they're on the road. But both these teams that are down 0-3 are playing at home uh, tonight, including um, the Detroit Pistons and then the Utah Jazz. Listen, I give Utah a better chance than uh, Detroit than winning the game outright off for obvious reasons, according to the point spread. But, you know, Houston will want to finish them off. There's always that, you know, well, they know subconsciously they're going back home anyways as well. It's really, Joe, it comes down to the team that's down 0-3. How much pride do they want to, sh- you know, play with? How much pride do they want to show? Are they going to battle for 48 minutes? And generally the answer in the NBA is no. <laughs> mm. Yeah, and um, some of the numbers early on here. Right now, Houston and Utah have the most handle going on across the books, and it's looking like 60% of the uh, of the tickets representing 73% of the money is coming in on the Houston uh uh, money line. So you got a lot of guys, you got a lot of sharp money coming in early on Houston, moving the line from two to now two and a half to three in some books. Yeah, I, I don't know if it's sharp. I think it could be public. Uh, I'll tell you, there's a lot of people that like to just generally bet against what the consensus is, right? Mm. And you know, if you look, if you look at covers.com and the, and the and the consensus, I don't like being part of the consensus. I like being like you know, a part. I like being in the um, I like being in a contrarian uh, crew mm. when it comes to this uh, stuff. But, you know, as we stated. I don't think public money is going to move that line to three, three and a half, though, uh, this early on. Yeah, no, not not <laughs> earlier in the day. Not early in the day. Listen, um, 
teams generally roll over in this spot, man. They yeah. do, right? I mean, it, it just depends on what uh, what Utah shows up with here tonight. But, you know, Utah have been a disappointing team in the playoffs for years under Quinn Snyder. They're a good team, but once you get to the playoffs, you need to star players. And yeah. they just don't have those go-to guys that can stop the bleeding uh, for them. Um, Utah Jazz 0-5 straight up and against the spread as a home underdog uh, in the playoffs, including four straight losses. Uh, by 11 points or more when, when getting points. It's, it's an ugly track record for Utah in this spot. But yeah. it's deja vu. History repeats itself in, in sports over and over, and we're seeing this right now. Well, I think and, and what we've also noticed is we've we spent an awful lot of time creating these drama scenarios in some of these matchups, and we, we forgot, like, the better teams, the more talented teams are winning, and I think they're winning for a reason. I mean, yesterday, didn't you have every away favorite end up winning a game uh, there yesterday uh, on people's home courts? So it, the better team, the better talent, certainly in the first round, don't overthink it. They're going to win, and, and they're going to win rather easily, I think. Yeah, well, the NBA, though, the first round of the NBA has always sucked, really. It's just sort of uh, – yeah. it's pretty much like the opening Thursday of college uh, of a tournament, right? Yeah. yeah, they have to go through the motions, get rid of these teams, and move forward. There's there's less upsets. There's less upsets in the NBA playoffs than there is in any other league by far. By yeah. far. There's just it's just the way it's always been. Um, I mean, when's the last time an eight seed beat beat a one seed in the NBA? Yeah, no. I mean, you know, the last year is what? I mean, Portland being bounced out as a three seed, being beat by a seven. That was, the, you know, an upset. But and that may happen right now with Denver and uh, San Antonio. It's the only series we really got. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, that would technically they're kind of evenly matched, though. They're, they're, they're kind of evenly matched. But, yeah, the NBA playoffs, I mean, they the NBA playoffs get better as they go on, not the other way yeah. around. The NHL no. playoffs get worse as they go on. <laughs> like the NHL playoffs pretty much, you know, they have like a lot of really good matchups in the first round. And then after it starts to slow down, you know, you, the kids, hockey is so physical. They can't play at that reckless abandon rate every 48 hours for, for two months. And a lot of good teams are bounced after the first round of the Stanley Cup uh, playoffs due to the, the bizarre seeding and arrangement that they have. So it sort of gets less exciting in any NBA. Like nothing tops the first round of the Stanley Cup playoffs. Yeah, that's right. it's usually great stuff. And you see, look, Boston and Toronto has been intense as hell. And you have these seven-game series. But the first round of the NBA playoffs are generally, it's usually sweep city. I mean, people are surprised Orlando won a game or uh, that uh, – that uh, Golden State lost a game, but that's 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 all they're going to lose is one game. Yeah, yeah, they they've gotten really good at teams of also understanding like we've got to get past this first round, so sweeps are in order. Like Milwaukee is not going to let down tonight and somehow let Detroit, you know, pull an upset. It's just not going to happen. The, these teams have understand the value of four, get the hell out, four, you know what I mean, and and let's move on to the next round. But the the Houston Rockets have just absolutely owned. Uh, yeah. The Utah Jazz, they did in the season. It just sort of continues continues uh, into tonight. I don't like the games tonight. That's too bad because I've had a rough couple of days. I wish there was a game or two that I could say, yeah, you know what? I love this game. I'm going to smash it. But I liked the Toronto Maple Leafs a lot yesterday. And, um, you know, they got off to an early lead. They end up, uh, once again, another team that just sort of repeats history unable to close, you know, unable to score again and take that next step, 
Now they're going to have to do it on the road against uh, against Boston. But tonight's games, I don't, you know, I don't love laying double-digit points on the road. I'm not mm-hmm. like in a hurry to take the Bucks. I get that Houston can win this game, but I have bad luck with Houston games, and I do think Utah are going to show up tonight. I don't think they're going to roll over, but it doesn't mean they're going to win. I'm sort of looking at the hockey board tonight. And I think that's that's where I'm going to go. But I've said it a million times, Joe. Just because you like a game doesn't mean you're going to win a game. Yeah, well, amen to that. But uh, And I think maybe what, that was the biggest lesson over the, the past week for myself is don't don't create drama. Don't overthink stuff. You know, l- try to separate yourself from the emotion and, and what's going on and just realize there are teams that are just better, you know, better against other teams that it's just a bad matchup and the team with the more talent wins, uh, you know, at case in point with Portland last night, getting, getting six, five and a half, six points with just don't overthink yeah. it, you know, don't all, because by the way, there was no way they were going to score 80 points in the third quarter. Again, those two teams, the regression was coming, but the overreaction, I mean, that over under last night was 223 points. Like, are you kidding me? The, um, the odds makers have had a hard time with that series. Yeah. It's, it's strange because the odds makers are generally so bang on, right? That mm. they had Oklahoma City favored to win the series despite the fact that Portland had home court. And, yeah. you know, they were like minus 172 or so. And look, when Portland plays at home, they're like one point favorites, two point favorites against them. When they go on the road, they're getting all these points. It's pretty clear that the power rankings that the odds makers are using for both Portland and Oklahoma city are wrong. Yeah. It's just, it, it just is right. I mean, the home court was a big difference uh, in this series uh, with Portland getting out of the gate and, and getting a couple of wins and, and breaking that 10 game losing streak. Yet the odds makers have been wrong, man. And uh, yep. I, I thought Oklahoma city, I had Oklahoma city on a money line parlay yesterday. I thought it would continue and it would just sort of be one of these home court, you know, teams win all the time on their home court. But I've said it before and I'm going to say it again. And I like Russell Westbrook, but he's a lot like Cam Newton. You know, like they're they're very good. They're MVP-like. But there's just that wall that they inevitably hit all the time. And, you know, it's just deja vu all over again. I saw the guys after the game last night talking to crew you know, Barkley and Kenny Smith, et cetera. And he had a good point in which he stated, basically, Westbrook's got to learn to sort of trust his teammates more. It's like they're, you know, it's, it's he's in a weird spot, though. Like, if, if he doesn't take a million shots, they don't win. If he takes a million shots and he misses, they don't win either, right? Like, they're in a weird situation, and you can't win just with two guys in today's NBA. So Westbrook's yeah. going to get blamed, but there's a fundamental deeper problem, Joe, with Oklahoma City. They're just not deep enough, and they never have been. Yeah, and, and sometimes he, you know, he's taking on Lillard, and uh, you know, the bottom line is Lillard's getting the best of you because you're taking yourself out of the game, and that's the problem with Cam Newton and Russell Westbrook is that in crunch time they're their own worst enemy. It's not talent; it's above the shoulders. That's the problem. 
Attention business owners, now is the perfect time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. We can give you packages with up to 90 great channels and save your business a ton of cash. And if you call right now, you can learn how to get free equipment and free installation. Now you have choices. It's time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. And call today and get 90 channels plus free equipment and free installation. Smart business owners like you all across the country are consolidating and saving money on their cable TV, internet, and phone service for their business. So now's the perfect time. This may be a limited time offer to the first 100 people that call right now. So please save money and call now. 800-470-7113. 800-470-7113. That's 800-470-7113. Being a new parent means every high and low you can imagine. But Evos can make it all easier with a baby monitor you can trust. Go to myevos.com. That's M-Y-E-V-O-Z.com to see how Evos can be the eyes and ears of your nursery. Evos works with your smartphone to provide a live audio and HD video connection to your baby anytime and anywhere. On a date, at work, away on business, even serving your country overseas, Evos helps you never miss a moment. Whether your baby is with a sitter, your partner, a grandparent, or a friend, you'll be right there too. And with unique features like smart alerts that know the difference between a barking dog and your baby crying, extensive sleep tracking data, and state-of-the-art security features for your peace of mind, Evos is the smart baby monitor for connected parents. And enter the code SPORTS at checkout for $20 off. That's myevos.com. M-Y-E-V-O-Z dot com. Attention, this important consumer alert is brought to you by Annuity Action Network. Hey, did you know it's possible to receive upfront money from your monthly settlement payments? It's true. If you receive monthly payments from an annuity or a structured settlement and you need a lump sum immediately, then you need to call Annuity Action Network. With your cash today, you can pay off credit card debt, pay medical bills, fund your education, or improve your home. You don't need to wait. Call the Annuity Action Network now to get your fast cash with no hidden costs. And if you call today, we'll even send you a $100 cash gift card just for verifying your settlement payments and your contact information. If you have a structured settlement or an annuity and you want cash now, call Annuity Action Network right now. 800-514-9170. 800-514-9170. That's 800-514-9170. All right, welcome back in. Happy Monday, Monday Funday here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. And uh, we'll get to some of those games coming up here today, both Major League Baseball as well as the NBA, NHL. But first, let's check in with Gabe and see who he's telling to get off his damn lawn today. Hey, you kids. Get off my lawn. Hey, you pesky kids that I cannot get rid of. All right, happy Easter, everybody. And um, it was a pretty crazy roller coaster like weekend across the board in the world of professional sports uh, with both the NHL and the NBA playoffs uh, going down. But, you know, truth be told, there might be, have been more contact 
in the NBA over the weekend than there was in the National Hockey League. His fighting in the playoffs is all but a thing of the past, unless you're Alexander Ovechkin, of all uh, people. Uh, but there was a near throwdown um, at the Barclays on Saturday in uh, Brooklyn. And, I, you know, I tell you what, you know, I'm pretty much uh, kicking myself for missing out on the action uh, down at the Barclays because if something is happening at the Barclays, something is going to happen at the Barclays. If you think about it, look, Conor McGregor threw that dolly through the window uh, glass went everywhere and all that chaos and eventually he got his ass handed to him by Khabib uh, because he threw the dolly uh, through the window. But of course, that uh, was at uh, the Barclays. Uh, Bret Hart got attacked at his Hall of Fame induction uh, ceremony a couple of weeks ago during WrestleMania weekend at the Barclays. And uh, then the Brooklyn Nets manhood got attacked by the Philadelphia 76ers. And I tell you what, man, I like the Brooklyn Nets, but... I really don't know who the hell to tell them to get off my lawn right now. The Philadelphia 76ers for being the jerks that they are or the Brooklyn Nets for continuously taking it. Somebody else besides Jared Dudley has, has to step up here. But let's start off with Joel Embiid. And we've talked about him in the past. And, man, Joel Embiid is a player that I didn't mind at Kansas. I want to like him. He seems like a nice enough guy. But after a while, you have to take somebody for their word. They are who who they show you uh, they are. And we're seeing who Joel Embiid shows us he is. It's pretty much a game-by-game basis where he sort of accidentally tries to hurt somebody. Well, I was going for the ball. Oh, I'm sorry I tripped you. Oh, sorry about the elbow. Ha, ha, ha. Everything is just sort of sorry, but he's afraid to put his name on it. As Joel Embiid is already annoying enough as it is, but now he's doubled down on it by refusing to man up and face the consequences after he does these things. You know, Marcus Smart threw him to the ground after Joel Embiid did a cheap-ass, um, um, you know, set a pick on him, a hard pick. What did he do about it after? Nothing. He talked, but he didn't do anything about it after. Eric Bledsoe threw the ball out of, uh, at him. He talked after, but he didn't do anything about it after. You look at on Saturday, Dudley got in there. What did Embiid do? He backpedaled quicker uh, than... Uh, you know, moonwalk, Michael Jackson style. He put his hands up in the air. It's funny, your hands weren't just up in the air when you were swinging your arm, trying to break somebody's arm a second ago. You know, the old AAA, oh, no, no, not me act, is getting pretty, pretty freaking old. Um, and then we're not even getting into Ben Simmons. Ben, I never say a damn word, but somehow I'm still annoying Simmons. As the Philadelphia 76ers really are an unlikable team, just from their... Their cockiness for a bunch of kids that have never accomplished anything uh, before. But as much as Philadelphia are annoying, Brooklyn, you got to do better, guys. You can't let Philadelphia push you around. That's why you're down three games to one right now. Never mind the referee should have called the foul and all that. You turned the ball over five times in your last 10 possessions at a basketball game. So I got to tell you to get the hell off my lawn as well. Uh, but I'm a Toronto Raptor fan. And... You know, I like the Brooklyn Nets. I've gone to Brooklyn Nets games. I bet on them a hell of a lot, and I watch pretty much every game of theirs on TV. So it's almost like, you know, Brooklyn's like the little brother or something. And I'm going to tell you, Brooklyn, and I'm going to tell you, Philadelphia, as well. Don't worry, Brooklyn. The Raptors are waiting, and we're going to get the Philadelphia 76ers the hell off of our lawn. Hey, you kids. Get off my lawn. 
uh, you know, Joel Embiid is uh, he's funny. He's one of those dudes where if he's on your team, you think he's the greatest guy in the world. But anywhere outside of a 10 mile radius of that uh, of that team, everyone else thinks he's a total tool bag. And uh, I will say this, though, about Philadelphia, as annoying and as aggravating as they are, I do think they're pretty damn good for the NBA because we haven't had that annoying we haven't had those guys that we've looked at and been like, I just hope Toronto bashes their friggin' face in. Like, we haven't had that in a while. And I think a lot of that is because LeBron has dominated uh, the East, uh, the Eastern Conference for so long. And it was very hard to, how do you hate Dwayne Wade? You know, how do you, you know, you, there was a lot of these teams where you were like, uh, Philadelphia, you want to see them bloodied. Like, you want to see them get their asses handed to them. And I think that's good for the NBA overall, Gabe. Yeah, I can't, I can't disagree with that take that there's a perception that everyone's too touchy-feely, lovey-dovey in the NBA all the time as it is. That what's wrong with a little, little old-school animosity? And I don't have a problem with it. I think you're right. I think Philadelphia 76ers fans love Joel Embiid. You know, I just think, I think Joel Embiid's a great player that I just think he he tarnishes his reputation by by doing this stuff. It's like the boy that cried wolf. Like, you know, one of these days, he's going to get punched. Like, mm-hmm. for real. And Butler's not going to be able to stop it. And I've talked about it. There's a reason, like, he's got a fragile face. He had to wear that mask and stuff. So, for a guy, like, he really doesn't have a problem starting it, but he doesn't want to finish it ever. And he's three for three like this in the last couple of weeks. And it's constant with his little stuff. He's just a dirty player. It is. Mm-hmm. But then he cries and bitches and stuff. If anyone goes near him, it is what it is. But I'm not going to disagree. Villains, uh, it's good to have villains in sports, Joe. Mm. That's You know what I mean? And they're Philadelphia. They're embracing who they are, right? And I think he's in dire need. But, man, if anybody could use a veteran presence as a role model, it's him. You he know, listen. The guy- I think he would, though. I think with the right guy, you know, if he had a Tim Duncan there or well, something. Isn't that supposed to be Jimmy Butler then? No, but Butler, but think about Butler's path. Like, what does Butler know about being a big man? You know, I, I think if he had another big man to, to, you know, that was there that he could oversee, I think he'd benefit from that. I just think he's an immature, he's a talented, one of the most talented, immature players we've seen in a long time. That's, yeah, I can't disagree. And, you know, Richard Jefferson compared him to a six-year-old. Yeah. Yeah, he said he's basically like a big kid, right? That he's not a yeah. bad guy. He's just sort of a big kid. And... I don't know if he's malicious, but I don't think he cares. That's the difference. Right. I think I sort of see him a lot like Gronkowski, to be honest. You know, like Gronk's a good guy and ha, ha, ha. And Gronk always hated it when people went after his knees, but Gronk never really cared when he cheap shotted someone right after. Yeah. You know, he got to laugh about it. Oh, that kid on the bills, ha, ha, ha. Yeah, when the guys on the Broncos went after your knees, you were freaked out. Yeah. That's, you know, this is my career, man. You know what I mean? Like, that's, you know, Embiid, that's the way he rubs me, that he just doesn't respect anybody. Well, Gronkowski wasn't the, you know, Gronkowski, Tom Brady was the face of that organization. The problem is Embiid is the face of the Philadelphia Sixers now, and he's not handling it very well. Like, he doesn't, he doesn't understand what the ramifications are as you move along and get older in this league. Like, people are going to remember this, and that's why I wish he, more than anything, he had like a Tim Duncan or somebody there to be able to be like, dude, do me a favor. <laughs> relax. Just just relax. Don't be such a tool bag. I believe um, I believe we got drunk Brad. 
uh, ready to step up and in on this uh, this Easter Monday. I don't know what we owe the the special occasion. Is, is Drunk Brad ready to go, uh, Sean? Drunk yes, Brad, sir. what's going on, Drunk Brad? Happy Easter, buddy. How's it going, sir? Happy Easter. What's going on? Uh, what's going on out there in, uh, in New Mexico? <clears throat> no, no, El Paso, El Paso. Oh, El Paso. My bad, El Paso. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> I've had. <laughs> I've had New Mexico on my mind all weekend, actually. <laughs> uh, What's up yeah. in El Paso, Texas um, this weekend? Nothing. A lot of Easter parties, sir. Yeah, yeah. So you sound less. Is this like your soberness? Like you sound less drunk than normal, Brad? Oh, it's cause it's not football season yet. <laughs> <laughs> yet. <laughs> but it's draft week this week. But, uh, yeah. So what's on your mind, oh, Brad? Oh yeah, I'm just. So, who should have been in basketball, Dave? I don't know, man. I lose every day here, Brad. I, I got to get drunk myself and get some winners, I think. Uh, it's a tough night tonight. I don't like the games tonight. I don't, you know, I got to give you something here. But, uh, Joe, you, you like the Houston Rockets tonight. I don't fully trust them. I would say, listen, Milwaukee... Milwaukee and Detroit to go over the number. They keep going over. Detroit can't stop Milwaukee. I think Detroit will. They're not going to quit tonight. They'll they'll score some points. I'm I'm going to bet the Milwaukee Detroit over. What are you going to give them, Joe? Uh, uh Houston, Houston money line. Yep, Houston's going to finish them off tonight. All right. So uh, Joe says take All right, the over. I go to Houston, sir. I say take there the over go. in the Milwaukee Detroit game. Thanks, Drug Brad. Ah. Ah. Mm. Man. All right. Wait till the Cowboys uh, season starts there. Yeah. yeah El, El Paso? Paso. Yeah, he's El, El Paso. Paso. Very nice. Who calls us for New Mexico? Yeah, I, I don't know. I always get El Paso and New Mexico confused. That's close. Stones yeah, throw. Beside each yeah. other, right? right yeah. <laughs> they both lead into Mexico, so that's close. Yeah, there's very, um, you know what? It's actually, um, there's like a real estate boom going on out there. Albuquerque is like the place to go, Joe. You get a house for cheap with a pool and you're out in the desert and stuff like that. Legalized sports betting there now. Did the, I was just going to ask that. Is it legal yep. there? Yeah, they passed it uh, January, so they have uh, sports books opening up. New Mexico, really, huh? Yep, yep. And I imagine they're going to legalize marijuana there, too, sooner rather than later. Yeah, yeah, and get rid of that Mexican dirt weed. And it really it, need a place to be. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, usually it's true. Usually, like, there's, like, lobbyists, that, you know, like the Anheuser-Busch want to block the alcohol. Uh, the, the alcohol companies want to block legalization of weed. Of course. Out there, yeah, it'll be the Mexican cartels. <laughs> yeah, be like, yo, yo, yo. Oh, yeah, we already supply it here. <laughs> yeah, but it sucks. <laughs> we got you covered. Weed blows. <laughs> the morning after continues. <laughs> If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be, so we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. 
So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS. WeatherTech.com. Proudly made in America. Improve visibility and save $8 on a pair of Rain-X Latitude wiper blades. Plus, earn double points during Old Rewards Member Appreciation Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Ensure clear vision in any weather and save $8 on a pair of Rain-X Latitude wiper blades at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Are you, or someone you love, one of the nearly one million Americans living with Parkinson's disease? There is no known cure, but you have the power to help change that by participating in a clinical trial. The Michael J. Fox Foundation will help get you started. Visit michaeljfox.org forward slash participant pack to download the new Parkinson's trial participant pack. It's free and available right now. That's michaeljfox.org forward slash participant pack. Visit today. Lose weight now. Go to fat100.com. Lose that unwanted belly fat today and get free information at fat100.com. Fit in the dress or pants or bathing suits you've always wanted to. Go to fat100.com. Lose 10, 20, or more pounds immediately. Go to fat100.com. For free information on how you can lose weight, go to fat100.com. Fat100.com. That's fat 100 com. Are you single? Everyone single is looking for the best date possible. Well, I found one website that can find you the best date, and it's called TheBestDate100.com. Just go there and log in for your free trial and see if you can find your new and maybe last best date. Remember, you can find the best date of your life at TheBestDate100.com. That's TheBestDate100.com. One more time, TheBestDate100.com. All right, guys, it is here for fantasy football players and NFL bettors. You guys know the season starts now. The first round of the 2019 NFL Draft. It is Thursday, the 25th. And for serious fantasy football players, you guys know it is never too early to start prepping for the 2019 season. And guess what? Roto Experts, they've got you covered. Their NFL 365 fantasy football package includes the best math-based seasonal projections and rankings available anywhere on the net. Davis Maddock and the Roto Experts, they're providing dynasty, season-long betting, best ball, and NFL draft content every day of the year to give you an edge, regardless of what type of fantasy football you play. Now save 10%, rotoexperts.com, promo code FNTSY. That's 10% off, promo code FNTSY. Get ready. It is the NFL 365 fantasy football package only at rotoexperts.com. All right, the morning after continues on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I'm Gable Morenci in Midtown Manhattan, New York. Joe Ranieri is in Miami, Florida. The countdown to the National Football League draft um, is on. Uh, we're talking about some of these props. Everything's about Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray. Yet, uh, FanDuel actually has done a nice job uh, with NFL draft uh, props in which um, you can bet on um, who the first quarterback taken is going to be or who the second quarterback taken is going to be so who is the second uh the first quarterback taken is kyler murray at minus 1000 so 10 to 1 um other quarterbacks if you think potentially it's not murray who would it be if it wasn't murray 
Uh, Dwayne Haskins is plus 700. Drew Locke is plus 1,400. Daniel Jones is 30 to 1. And then we get into the long shots. Um, Who will be the second quarterback taken? Um, So let's just say Kyler Murray's taken first overall by Arizona. Or somebody trades up for him, whatever. But Kyler Murray's the first one taken. Then who would be the uh, the next quarterback taken after that? Uh, Dwayne Haskins is minus 120. Drew Locke is plus 300. Daniel Jones is plus 340. Kyler Murray, 12 to 1. Will Greer, 30 to 1. So it's interesting. I mean... Let's say Kyler Murray, um, Kyler Murray is taken first overall. Who's the next quarterback taken? The Giants, I don't think, are going to take uh, Dwayne Haskins. I, don't, I can't, I can't guarantee that, but I don't think they're going to. I do think that they like Daniel Jones, but I don't think Daniel Jones is worthy of taking sixth overall in the draft. And I think they think they'll probably be able to get him at 17 or at least. They could trade from 17 to 14 or 15, whatever. You know, they can move around if they had to do what they had to do uh, to, to get up there to get Jones. Drew Locke at plus 300 is interesting because I don't think John Elway wants Haskins. I could be wrong. I'm speculating. I obviously don't have any insight on this, Joe, but I do think that the Broncos are going to take Drew Locke uh, with the 10th pick. Well, listen, I... He's made an awful lot of noise about uh, Drew Locke. So we know one thing about Elway. He's He hasn't shied away from associating himself with Drew Locke, loves the guy. So uh, to your point, if the Giants go defense, let's say, all right, and they get themselves an edge rusher, and then you're looking at it, the next one is Jacksonville. Uh, does Jacksonville go out of their way to get it? Do they address the quarterback position, or do they? No. They just gave Nick Foles $22 million a year. That's what I mean. So, 25, okay. whatever it is. So then it's a matter of forget Detroit at 8, forget Buffalo at 9. Denver is next at 10. So the only way I see it happening is if Washington, Cincinnati, or the Dolphins want to go up uh, with the Giants and be like, hey, man, uh, let's uh, let's swap here. We'll give you... We'll give you some draft capital, and uh, and they want to go up and get a Haskins or a Drew Locke if they're worried about it. I, I just don't know who else would be in the mix for a quarterback that would actually reach besides Denver Broncos or the New York Giants. Yeah, I'd, I'm, I'm pretty much convinced the Giants aren't going quarterback at six. Yeah. I really I don't believe that they are, especially when they have the 17th pick as well. I think some teams like these quarterbacks, but I don't think – at least I don't know. I mean, no one ever thought that people would trade up to get Mitch Trubisky before, right? So you never really know. All it takes is one GM to be obsessed with somebody. But I don't see people really trading around too much because I think they think these guys will probably be there. But there are a couple of uh, – there's a couple of curveballs. The Raiders are the big curveball here. Right. They're like – they're the big one just because it's Gruden. And you know Gruden has an infatuation with quarterbacks, yet – Derek Carr is under contract for another um, another two years. Yep. Like this year and next year. It's a lot to eat. And I don't think anyone's going to trade for him. So, because he makes a lot of money. So, it's a lot to eat for them to just, you know, I don't think the Raiders are going quarterback here. I think they're building towards, they brought, you think about it. You bring in Antonio Brown, are you going to start a rookie quarterback now? Mm. No. You know? No, yep. like they're they're keeping Carr, 
And, you know, they can, when they go to Vegas in two years, they can address this quarterback situation as they move forward. I think they'll just sort of stockpile talent, the Raiders, so I don't think they take the quarterback. I don't think the Giants take a quarterback at six. And I was talking earlier about the comparisons to Peyton Manning. And uh, here's uh, Gil Brandt, one of the smartest uh, personnel guys, Hall of Famer Gil Brandt, talking about Daniel Jones, saying, I have to say this carefully, but when you watch him, you have to go back 20 years and watch Peyton Manning. You're watching the same guy. He's athletic. Mm -hmm. He doesn't have a rocket for an arm, but neither did Peyton. They're both very smart. So as I stated, and look, they were coached by the same guy. So like Jones is sort of being... He's looked out as that next, you know, Peyton Manning type. I think the Giants end up with Jones at 17. I think Jones lasts there. Man, I'm looking. Unless the Redskins take him. Yeah. It's, yeah, the Redskins are going to be in the mix. Yeah. I think the Bengals go with Haskins. If Haskins survives. Yeah, the odds makers don't because they think, you know, they're saying minus 120. Haskins, second quarterback taken. Drew Locke plus 300. I'm going to stand by it. I'm going to say Drew Locke. And even though I don't like Locke better than Haskins, I'm going to say Drew Locke is the second quarterback taken after Kyler Murray and that he does go to Denver 10 at plus 300. That's my bet. Well, I like the number at plus 300. I, the, it's too much of a wild card for me to be uh, to be laying money there on Haskins because I'm not convinced the Giants like him. And I don't think he – it ain't going to happen at 10 because we already know they're going to go lock. So, it, it, plus 300, I'm, I'm with you. I'm all over Drew Locke going to Denver at 10. Yeah, well, you want to look for the, you know, these, the, the plus money. Exactly. You know, you're only getting minus 120 with Haskins. Drew Locke at uh, plus 300. I think there's some value there. Yeah. Um. The first wide receiver drafted, too. There might be some value here with the kid out of Oklahoma and Marquise Brown as opposed to D.K. Metcalf. Now, D.K. Metcalf's minus 175 to be the first wide receiver taken. There's a lot of hype about the kid. I'm sure you've seen his photo. He's the ripped dude, extremely ripped dude um, that played at Mississippi. And I say played at Mississippi. I use that loosely because he was always hurt. Mm. And... He's got injury written all over him going into the National Football League. These muscle freak uh, dudes, man, they're, they're everything's too tight. And the joints are too tight. They're just, their injury's waiting to happen. And he's got like 0% body fat, this kid. So every helmet that he takes in, in, in the thigh, in the back, in this, everything is just magnified. I'm not down, man. You know, yeah, you look crazy and stuff. You'd be a good movie extra or whatever, but I, you know, you're not. I'm not looking for Mr. Mr. Olympia to be a wide receiver, bro, right? And yeah. I, you know, I think the kid's overhyped, and I think GMs know this. I wouldn't be surprised if Marquise Brown was drafted ahead of him, and it's plus 210. I wouldn't lay to minus 175 here. No, you know, as I'm looking at it too, Gabe, I'm looking at the prop of where does he go, and I can't see the first 15 teams on the board going with a wide receiver with the first pick. So I, I think if it's going to happen, it's going to happen after the Redskins at number 15 because Cardinals, no. 49ers, no. Jets, no. Raiders, no. Tampa, no. Giants, Jacksonville. I mean, you go down the list, Miami theoretically could could draft a wide receiver, but they got so many other needs that I don't see it happening until after the 15th. I think that's at plus, uh, plus 110. Uh, over the 15th round there, the first wide receiver. That's where I'd go. Uh, FanDuel's hardcore. I mean, uh, I've never seen this before. They have a prop up. First center taken. 
Ooh. Yeah, I'm sorry I can't break down the uh, the centers as well as uh, some of the other positions. Garrett Bradbury's the lock at 16 to 1 uh, in the center position. First cornerback taken. This one's kind of interesting. And, you know, I don't really have a problem with taking a favorite here just because he is plus money. And it mm. seems to me, although we never know, Joe, right? You know, like we said, I'll repeat this, guys. Who freaking knows, man, <laughs> who general managers are going to take in an NFL draft? I mean, look, the Raiders, the Raiders sent everybody home because they didn't trust them. Yep. They said, everyone, all the scout, everyone's got to leave. We don't want anyone around a facility. You're obviously hiring the wrong people if you can't trust the people in your room. But, I mean, for people to think they know and what teams are going to do, like, look, the Raiders, like, sent people home so they're not around so it doesn't leak what they want to do. But it seems to me that Greedy Williams is the best cornerback on the board. And he's plus 120. Uh, Byron Murphy's plus 200. I'll go with the LSU cornerback. Plus 120 is the first cornerback taken. I think that's a decent prop right there. Plus money uh, as yeah. well. Yep, yep. And it's another one of those positions where it's got to be addressed in this draft for a lot of teams. Uh, there are a lot of teams that need cornerback help, man. And it's not as rich a draft for cornerbacks as it is for edge rushers and, and defense tackles. But... Uh, yeah, like you said, Greedy Williams. There's a few guys that are coming out here that you might be seeing earlier than you expected. Um, here's something interesting. Now, this is where we got to get, uh, and if you can, Sean, um, maybe for tomorrow, um, let's get Landry on if we can. Oh, Wednesday. Good job. Good job. Thank you. Yeah, because he's the type of guy that could, like, help us with some of these sort of random props. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, I'm going to be honest. I can't break down. Like, here's a good one here, which I find interesting here. And it shows me, Joe, that the sports book doesn't really know either. First safety drafted. Ooh. First safety drafted. Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, plus 380. Jonathan Abram, plus 380. Nasir Adderley, uh, Adderley, plus 380. So you see what I mean? I got three guys at the same price, and it's all pretty, pretty nice money here, Joe. Yeah, well, plus three eighty is not bad if we can figure out. All right, which which one of these guys? Uh, who's going first here? You know, is there a uh, is the kid from Delaware on there? Um, Adderley. Yeah, that's is I just he, said. Yeah, Adderley. I, that, okay, so all right, so that's Nasir Adderley. Yeah, that's that seems to be a guy's name who keeps popping up on a lot of draft boards here. Um, in the first round at safety because there isn't a lot to choose from. So he seems to be the consensus with uh, with a lot of people in that position. Yeah, I just don't. Um... You know, it's 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 kind of random. You know, that's that's Mississippi State had a guy too, Abram. Jonathan Abram is the number one yeah. ranked. The, the rankings I'm looking here now, Jonathan Abram. This is from Walter Football, so it's not definitive rankings. But Darnell Savage, Juan Thornhill, interesting. Taylor Rapp, Chauncey Gardner Johnson. See, he's got him as the fifth. You got him as the fifth. Huh? He's got him. He's ranked him fifth. He, this isn't a mock draft. This is just sort right, of position right. rankings. Nasir Adderley is ranked sixth as far as uh, safeties are concerned. Yeah. But this is, you know, every, look, everyone, guys, this is where the research has to be done. You know, and I'll, I'll do some work uh, for, you know, throughout the week for this, guys, because everyone's going to be talking about uh, Kyler Murray and, all right, what about the wide receiver, et cetera. But the safety, you know, we got some value here at plus 380. Yep. You bet. Uh, What's first, the running back? First running back is Jacobs, but. Uh, it's uh, there's, there's no value. No money. There's no value there. Yep. 
first running back taken, Josh Jacobs, Alabama, minus 450. Yeah, he'll be out of the league in two years. And, you know, <laughs> uh, well, Bama, yeah, Bama running backs are all or nothing, I guess. <laughs> they really are. There's been more nothing at all, to be honest. But Derrick Henry looked good at the end of the year. Where do you want to go on a vacation or honeymoon? The Caribbean, Europe, Hawaii, Mexico? How about Disney or a cruise? At Superior Cruise and Travel, we've got you covered. We'll assign you your own travel concierge. They'll help you design a custom vacation plan that you can't find online. And the service is completely free. You can't compare the value of this to any other online travel company. We can help you plan a custom vacation anywhere in the world. We even offer payment plans with no credit card required. Now you pay off your vacation on your time schedule. Call now and mention the promo code RADIO and save up to $500. Book your custom trip. Call Superior Cruise and Travel now and talk to one of the highest rated travel agencies in the country with a 5-star A-plus online rating. 800-570-9631. 800-570-9631. That's 800-570-9631. Do you use the blue pill to charge your sex life? Have you been thinking about trying the blue pill? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for the other blue pills. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in a non-marked package. 800-223-0992. 800-223-0992. 800-223-0992. That's 800-223-0992. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. 800-403-5912. 800 that's 800-403-5912. Morning after continues fantasy sports radio network. Uh, we're talking about the NFL draft here. Talking about uh, Nick Bosa. Um, San Francisco, you know, there's been talk of Nick Bosa potentially being the best defensive player, or maybe he's the best defensive player. Some people think he's better than his brother uh, is. Yet, um, there have been some, um, some been some tweets 
social media posts that have been discovered uh, by Nick Bosa. And um, what's the best way of putting it? He seems to rip a lot of things that are black. Beyonce's trash. Uh, Black Panther's the worst movie ever made. I think uh, I think he said worst uh, comic book movie. Uh, you know, um, Kaepernick's a clown. Yeah, there's it just it goes on and, and this pro Trump tweets too. Yeah, yeah. There's a bunch of wall stuff and, and you know there seems to be a lot of stuff to be honest. You know, Trump. Hey, whatever. He tweeted for president. That's one thing. But I you know you don't have to be um, to read between the lines here to see who he is. And NFL locker rooms are not like that. And San Francisco is a pretty, you know. Progressive. Yes, Joe. Progressive place. <laughs> His tweets don't match San Francisco, bro. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Now, you know, they're going to look the other way and stuff, but it's kind of a thing in San Francisco recently. I mean, I think the owner of the San Francisco Giants actually is like a big, big Trump guy, and I think people want to boycott or he, he might have supported an anti-gay group or someone type thing. They told him to shut up. The the San Francisco Giant president suspended right now for pushing his wife over in public. Yep. Uh, they had the Kaepernick stuff, but it's interesting. I don't think, Joe, I don't think John Lynch would not draft somebody because of this. But at the same point in time, it's a it's an issue in San Francisco, and there are some people that don't want him there now. And they think yeah. it's going to be a problem, like if he is there. Until he gets his first sack. I, I mean, if it's one thing that uh, that we know is that people have very short memories. If we're, we're talking a second or third rounder, maybe, but not if he's going to be the first or second pick in the draft. They'll look past those things. Nobody cares what his politics are. 800-847-1183. That's 800-847-1183. You find out the morning after. Let's do this thing. All right, the morning after continues. Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I think there might be a problem on YouTube uh, right now. Problems. All right, level, level three. I think we have a surprise guest, actually. We're going to talk Philadelphia 76er basketball after I ripped the Sixers uh, earlier in the program. So the countdown is on right now, NFL Draft. We're just talking about uh, Nick Bosa, and uh, Nick Bosa has, uh, for the record, scrubbed his Twitter account, which which is amazing to me that uh, players don't think of before uh, they get get this far. But it is true, Joe. I don't think... I don't think players care. I don't think anyone like in the San Francisco 49er locker room, if a player can play, they can play politics and it really isn't discussed all that much. Like I read a thing about the Denver Broncos, a pretty cool story. Actually, it was funny. It was, uh, it was during the election. So they wanted to see like if the election had caused problems in the Broncos room. And uh, basically out of 53 guys in the room, only six people voted. So, like, 
They were like, no, it really doesn't. And, yeah, it was like 47 guys on the Broncos didn't vote. Like, they didn't care, right? They, they said, I don't know, I don't care. I don't know, I don't care about politics. And the six people that did vote said they don't talk about politics very much with people on the team. So, like, I, you know, you're right when it comes to the team, but it does matter when it comes to – you don't want people, like um, – you don't want people picketing outside your training camp. And you, don't, you know what I mean? Like, you know, Kaepernick was deemed a distraction on the other end of the spectrum. But I don't think – I don't think um, – I don't think Bosa's going to fall because of it. Like, you know, I, I don't – I think the teams I – I think when a team drafts them, they'll tell them, hey, you know, stay off of Twitter, kid. You know what I mean? Like, don't be stupid like you already were type of thing. But I don't think it's going to cost them any money. I can't believe he's got two brothers in the NFL and it took him that long to figure this out. Yeah, well, I guess that's just who he is. I mean, that's yeah. what it is. <laughs> like, you think they would put in like, hey, man, clean up know, your he is, timeline. He is what he is. I mean, someone shows you who they are, believe him. Morning yeah. After continues. Dad, what are you doing? Cramming for college. I'm the one going to college. Yeah, but we need to figure out how we're going to pay for it all. Discover Student Loans. Discover does student loans? Yeah. They're one of the top student loan lenders in the country. It takes 15 minutes or less to apply, and there are no fees for the life of the loan. Best of all, I can earn cash rewards if I get good grades. Really? Yeah. We still have time to apply and get a great rate. So I can just chill. College kids still say that, right? No one says that, Dad. Really? Yeah. Visit discoverstudentloans.com to apply today. Limitations apply. Indeed knows finding the right hire takes time away from your business. Hiring a qualified data engineer felt like a second job. More job seekers use Indeed than any other site, so there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for. I needed someone with a master's in computer science and database experience. Plus, Indeed screener questions help you find your shortlist fast. Now I'm back to having just one job. See why more than 3 million companies worldwide use Indeed to hire. Post your job at Indeed.com slash hire. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Source.com score total visits. Hi, I'm Keith Urban. I believe every child is entitled to a complete and inspiring education. Music education programs in our schools help kids learn, socialize, gain confidence, and stay in school. They need your help to survive. Mr. Holland's Opus Foundation gives school music programs the instruments they need to make this opportunity available to every student who wants to play. With your help, we can keep music alive in our schools and give all kids the education that they deserve. Visit mhopus.org now to find out how you can help. Improve visibility and save $8 on a pair of Rain-X Latitude wiper blades. Plus earn double points during Old Rewards Member Appreciation Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Ensure clear vision in any weather and save $8 on a pair of Rain-X Latitude wiper blades at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. I weighed 329 pounds. I was a heart attack waiting to happen. I got Andro 400. It makes me not so hungry. I started noticing more energy. I noticed my belly was starting to shrink up. I started seeing weight come off, 80-some pounds. I went from 330 to 245. For a 56-year-old guy to lose that much weight, it took something, brother. I feel great. I feel like I was when I was 35 years old. That was Ruben. Now listen to what Josh says about Andro 400. Well, I'll tell you, man, that stuff really works. It was insane. I've heard the commercials, what, for a decade? I was like, yeah, I'm just going to try it. My pants are, like, falling off. 
It really works. I bought suits last year for my new job, and they're falling off of me. It's insane. Guys, if you want to lose belly fat, gain energy, strength, and muscle, and look and feel years younger, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. That's 888-400-0435. andro400.com. All right, we're just looking at Nick Bosa here. All right, here's a fun one that he tweeted. Liberal San Francisco looks like a third-world country. Like, uh, you going to roll this guy out? <laughs> hey, welcome to San Francisco. <laughs> Morning After continues. Um, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It's interesting too. The 49ers are no strangers <laughs> to <laughs> no strangers to controversy and um, and and controversial uh, statements. Um, politics are part of the equation and everything these days. Don't uh, bring uh, stick to sports. Uh, so I'm just reading here right now. Basically, this is the San Francisco Chronicle saying don't take them. Mm. They're saying basically that. It's not worth it. Take someone else. So that's what I'm saying. Like we say, oh, it doesn't matter. But I don't think it matters to the guys in the room, Joe. But it matters to the city. It matters to the media. And look, you are it's draft week. You already have San Francisco Chronicle saying that, you know, they're highlighting that he's, he said that it's like the worst place in America and blah, blah, blah. Hard for people to forget that sort of stuff, Joe. But yet we, they do. They consistently do based upon production, especially when it comes to athletes. If I haven't heard produce, too many players, though, before draft state that it's a uh, liberal hellhole third world country. But again, he's entitled to his he's entitled to his opinion just because I don't like the guy's politics doesn't mean I don't want him playing alongside of me. Uh, helping my team win uh, championships. That's absurd to think those two things correlate. They don't. They do. They absolutely don't. In 2019, they clearly do. I mean. Uh, If you think everyone in an NFL locker room, Gabe, is on the same page politically or that it matters. How come Colin Kaepernick didn't play for three years? You you tell me. Why didn't he play for three years? Because he was bad for business. That's why. There's not going to be enough. There's not going to be enough Nick Bosa so, outrage about a guy 19 years old tweeting his politics so that anybody's going to care. So protesting something is bad for business, but being racist doesn't matter, which I'm not. Hey, that I, I think that's that's the case. I think that's true. Why I, do you think the NFL owners haven't signed him then if it's not about bad for business? That's all it's about. in The NFL is business because I think the NFL owners are racist. I think overall, there's a general, I think if you're a black guy and you protest things in the NFL, you're trouble. If you're a white guy and you're racist, then, well, it's okay. Let's not, let's not mix the two. You know, it's, it's different. Right. I mean, stick to Paul, you know, stick to sports. Nick Bosa is not sticking to sports. He's tweeting about politics all the time and stuff. So it goes both ways. But I think, honestly, I don't think it bothers the NFL owners if a white guy's racist, but it bothers them if a black guy if a black guy has opinions on things, that's my personal opinion. Like I, I, think, I think it's the true. Only I think thing it's that just matters cut. to them is bottom line. I like think I, that's no. The only I think thing. you're right. If it's a white guy, like if it's you know if it's if it's convenient for them, it's bottom line. But 
if you had another guy that was tweeting about cops like you know unlawfully shooting people and stuff like that, it would be a massive red flag to NFL teams, Joe. Like, they wouldn't want to do it. They'd be like, oh, God, he's the next Kaepernick. Like, oh, God, really? he's got his Because Marshawn Lynch has made a lot of money in his career never being or shying away from, you know, pointing out the inequalities in society with, with racism. He doesn't. Nobody's what are you talking about? Him. Marshawn Nobody's Lynch doesn't. Banned him. He doesn't talk, Marshawn Lynch. He hasn't said anything in five years. Oh, he says a lot more off the court. He says a lot more than we give it credit for. Absolutely, he What's does. What's he said? He's got give a lot me an example. to say calling out owners. He's call, well, I don't know, I'll pull up the quotes, but it's not yeah, like... Well, you no, just, you said the point. I would hope that you had something to back your point up. So uh, what did right, he say? So give, me, give me two seconds and I'll pull up 25 quotes from Marshawn Lynch over the years talking about how owners, uh, owners favor white people and how political disruption and everything else. All right, well, He's let me hear the quote. I don't remember him saying that. Maybe I'm wrong, but let me hear, let me hear the quote. Okay. Well, all right. Well, give me a second here and I'll pull it up for you. Yeah, I mean, Marshawn Lynch never says anything about anything. I mean, the guy tried to light. Uh, he did try to light a joint with Al Davis's torch on <laughs> a football game. <laughs> I'll give you that. <laughs> All right. He calls Trump a MF, uh, calls it Trump an MFR. He's uh, says that uh, he's ripped people, um, everybody versus Trump. Uh, I mean, he's gone off over and over and over. Why NFL players, uh, why aren't more people protesting what's going on? I mean, the, just Google it, man. His political views are all over the place. Yeah, but that's, you know, he doesn't even play what? now. He's not even playing. And But this was during his playing times is what I'm saying. And nobody banned him. Nobody, nobody threw yeah, Marshawn Lynch off a team. Why is he to get banned for stating that people should support Kaepernick or whatever, right? Like, it's he's not racist. It's not, it's not the same, Joe. It's not like racist type stuff. It's like back with Kate Smith. We can't define everyone that has an opinion on something with being like racist or like a distraction, right? Right. But you said, oh, you're saying owners are racist, which implies yes. that, okay, if they don't, if you're black and they don't agree with your views, they're going to ban you. Well, nobody agreed with Marshawn Lynch uh, ownership wise that I know of. <laughs> yeah. Well, Marshawn, Marshawn's a weird dude. Like, I mean, if he wasn't on the Raiders, he wouldn't be anywhere else. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if anyone else would have signed him. Well, I'll give you your point. I, I, I give you your point. I, I give you your point. Um, you know, that's why I think ultimately it comes down to bottom line. Do but, they think you're going to cost yes, them money or make them money? Yes, but if a player is specifically stating that your city is a hellhole, it's different. Yes, well. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's the same thing. Look at, like, uh, Phillip Rivers with the Chargers. All right, look at Phillip Rivers uh, with the Chargers, and they claim, well, um, you know, people like you know, people don't support us here in Los Angeles, and oh, it's always about the Rams. Well, I didn't hear Jared Goff ever say that I wouldn't raise my children or let my family live in this city because it's a hellhole. Mm. Phillip Rivers doesn't even live in L.A. You know, I mean, he's he's on record as saying I don't want my family living in L.A. And then he's surprised that nobody likes him in L.A. after. And nobody cares about him. Well, you know, nobody pays attention to us. You just said that it's a hellhole. You don't even want to bring your children here. Yeah, we're supposed mm. to go buy your jersey now? You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying with Bosa here. And I, I'm not disputing. I don't think the, I don't think John Lynch cares. And I don't think even, I don't think a black guy cares on the room. I, you know, a black guy can hate him as much as whatever. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So... But I think with the when when you have newspaper columns, Joe, the week of the draft basically highlighting, look, this guy 
this is the things that this guy said about the city. It's not, you know, no one's going to, like, you can't, and I think it's wrong, actually, Joe, that people sort of get criticized. If you like Trump, you like Trump. Like, you can't be living in a world now where you can get mad at people for supporting the president, whether you like him or not, right? Mm-hmm. But I do, like, so that stuff I'll throw out. You're free to your, pol- your politics, for sure. But when you call a city a third-world country, it's like, you know, you can understand why if people in that city don't want you thereafter. But I also think it's a very, you know, we're not talking about a 35-year-old guy here. We're talking about a 20, young 20-something-year-old who doesn't really know his ass from his elbow I know, right but they're now. not like, it's like, oh, I tweeted this stuff when I was 13. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's constant. No, but even still, you're not the same dude at 20 that you're going to be at 25, But if he's 26. this immature, then why do I want to make him this rich? I listen. I agree. I'm shocked that it, you know, coming from an NFL family here, who's got two You're no guys kidding that, are that in he's known NFL. he's going to get drafted. He can't believe he didn't scrub this stuff two years ago. I agree. I, it's a little baffling to me that you would even you know put anything out there detrimental to your draft status, but still holding a 20 year old uh, to his you know on 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 what he said about a city when he's 20 is not what he's going to say when he's 25. I'm sure of that. Um. Yeah. Yeah, I know. And you know what? What's interesting, though, we've never heard anything like this from Joey before, right? No. It's never been, like, any controversy with, like, no sort of statements or comments or anything. So, you know, it's just, it is what it is. I don't want to overreact to it. Um, But I wanted to highlight it that it is a topic of conversation in San Francisco. It is a topic of conversation in San Francisco. And as far as Marshawn, Joe... I don't think people can understand him when he talks, so <laughs> he mumbles too much. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah no, he, he can say something offensive. You, we wouldn't hear. <laughs> it's a good point. It's a very good point. And you're right. Nothing on Joey here. I can't. I'm yeah, not like just never. It's not like, oh, it's Joey. just the Bosa's. It seems to just be Nick, you know? It really, yeah, I got nothing here with him. Nothing. Everything's Nick, 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 Nick. All right. Morning After continues. We'll hit more controversy. Hmm. <laughs> Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. 
Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But the secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517 Once again, that's 800-932-5517 Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. A nice call. Got this song stuck in my head all weekend, actually. All right, let's do this. Uh, the morning after continues. We appreciate your patience. If you're on hold, we'll get back uh, to the phone lines. Uh, we've had a spirited uh, show so far, talking about the NFL draft and, of course, social issues uh, need to uh, arise. But uh, let's talk some. Um, let's uh, let's talk some Philadelphia 76er uh, basketball. We were talking about how crazy this. Um, this series has been probably the most entertaining uh, one. Keith Pompey uh, joins us. Philly Inquirer joins us uh, this morning. Keith, good morning, man. Thanks a lot for taking the time to be with us. Hey, good morning. Thanks for having me on the show. So I was reading I was reading your column, and, man, you're bang on because uh, Joel Embiid's getting pretty good at getting people kicked out of games. <laughs> and, um, you know, it's to the point where I guess, you know, other teams, you're just going to have to sort of – Stay, stay, you know, stay composed when he does this. But he's three for three now in this. It's been a very, very emotional series. I'm going to be honest. I don't like the way I don't like what he's doing. I don't like this starting crap and backing off all the time after the fact. But, hey, it seems to be working for him right now. At least it's working against Brooklyn. Yeah, it is working. But he also has to be careful because. You know, he has, you know, two flagrant foul points, you know, for getting two flagrant foul ones. So if he, yep. you know, gets a couple more, he could be, you know, suspended. So, you know, it, it's one of those things where, you know, teams are going at him. He's going at teams. They're reacting. They're getting ejected. But if he gets ejected, that's going to be a huge loss for the Sixers. What kind you know, of growth? So he has to be careful. What kind of growth huh? has there been? Because – you know, look in game one, they were they were booing, and the player said, hey, you can't boo after every missed shot. Philadelphia always seems so fragile to me from afar, Keith, in which if everything's coming together for them, they could be really, really good. But it seems like they drift quickly. Um, there's always, the, you know, the question marks, is the, is the coach the right guy for the job? But when things are going well for them, they're a tough team to deal with. It really is amazing, like, 
how good they can be and how close they are to danger as well at the same time, <laughs> if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we won't really know anything until until the second round, you know, because but let, let's be honest. I mean, they're the third seed. The Sixers are, are a good team. You know, they're, they're supposed to beat. They're supposed to beat the Brooklyn Nets. I mean, they are. And, you know, but when they go to the second round, that's when everything is going to get real. That's when that's when we're going to find out, you know, if, if Brett Brown is, is actually the guy for this job. You know, we're going to find out how guys do, you know, when the going gets rough because it's going to be magnified. You know, we're going to find out more about Ben Simmons if he improves. We're going to find out if Jimmy Butler – you know, if, if he's the leader of this team and if J.J. Redick and Tobias Harris can, you know, withstand the pressure that they're going to get. So, you know, right now I, I, you pose a great question, but we won't know anything until, you know, they play the Toronto Raptors in the second round. Yeah, I got to ask you, you know, Keith, we talked about this a little bit earlier, and I was thinking that, you know, Joel Embiid is becoming the face of the Philadelphia Sixers. And it just seems to me like him, of all people, really could use a veteran presence on the team, somebody to kind of help him navigate through this maturation process right now. Because, I mean, it's nice when he goes up there and tells us that, you know, Dudley's a fool, he's this, he's that. But, you know, long term, really, as the face of an organization, probably not the best way to handle it moving forward. Well, you know what? And and you can say that, but you can't. But here's the thing about um, Joel Embiid. I, and I remember, and I'm just going to say this, I remember when Allen Iverson was a rookie, when he was a second-year player, and I remember how there was Charles Barkley and, um, and Michael Jordan who basically said, you know what, look how he dresses. You know, this guy is different. He's kind of like – they didn't come out and say he's destroying the game, but they, they wanted him to act more professional. And he was mm-hmm. like, hey, I'm a young guy. I'm going to be who I am. And then next thing you know, years later – all the guys that came in the league were tatted up. They had the pants sack. They had the braids. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and, mm. and so I'm saying this to say, like, you know, a lot of people yeah. say, you know, you look at this guy, he's different, he's going about it, he's breaking all the rules, right? But then after a while, it's like you just have to accept it. You know what I'm saying? So, mm. you know, I get what they're saying, a veteran presence, this and that, but it's one of those things when he's on the court, he backs up his words. Now, the only thing that people can say about him that's true is like, hey, but, you know, you, you've been injury prone. But when he's out there on the court, he backs up his words, you know. So, yeah. you know, as far as the veteran presence helping him out with that, I think he'll be just fine. A player that I thought saved the Sixers on Saturday and a guy that maybe it's not in the box score, but a guy just seems to me, and I had money on Brooklyn, Keith, all right? Of course, legally mm-hmm. at FanDuel Sportsbook in New Jersey, but um, is Mike Scott. Big-ass mm-hmm. three hit, man. Like, he, he's been very timely with just making plays in this series. You're exactly right. You know, as, as much as we want to talk about Tobias Harris, we want to talk about J.J., you know, we want to talk about the Sixers starting lineup, you know, Mike Scott has to play well for the 76ers to win you know, win a playoff series and, and basically win games. His first game that they played, game one, you know, the Sixers lost. Mike Scott was one for eight on threes. You know, after that, he's been playing well. And, and again, you know, because let's face it, they do have a great bench. 
but um, excuse me, a great starting lineup. It's the benches where they struggle. So guys like Mike Scott, um, James Ennis, and Bobine, they really have to produce. And Mike Scott has been carrying his weight since game one. How do you think this goes down um, tomorrow? Uh, Philadelphia closes is out. Brooklyn, Brooklyn's giving it her all. They're just like it seems to me they're a power forward away. They just you know they're getting beat up on the blocks here. But it's nice to see this this birth of Brooklyn basketball right now. Another team to be rivals with in a division, and they can start to get some things going. But this Brooklyn Philly, it's been a fun fun series. But you think it comes to an end tomorrow night? I do, I do. I think it comes to an end. I, I think, you know, Brooklyn losing Game Four was really a dagger, you know, for the um, for the Nets. Um, I, I I do believe it is a fun series. I mean, the thing about Brooklyn that I will say is, you know, the Brooklyn is kind of like the the Sixers' little brother. And what I mean by that is, you know, a lot of people are telling them how big and bad they are, but the little brother's like, look, dude. I shared a bedroom with you. I know, I, I know you're not that tough, and I'm going to try. <laughs> and that, you know, and and that's what they do. Yeah. The problem is you can't beat your brother over a long period of time. Now you may sucker punch him and daze him once, but you know, at this particular time, you're just not strong enough to beat him in a in a sustained fist fight. And I think that's just what it is. But you know, if I'm Brooklyn, I'm looking at this series and I'm saying. I need another presence, and uh, you know, a big presence. I need some guys with girth, and and then we'll be able to contend with the Sixers in due time because they have some young, talented pieces. No, they it, really it's, do. It, it, it's interesting, Keith. Too, I know a lot of people are saying, "Listen, you've already proven that you can beat Brooklyn without Joel on the court." Is there any possibility you think of maybe Joel sitting out, kind of resting up here this next game? Take it, you know, they can close it out and then give him a little extra rest. You know, it's funny. You know, Brett Brown was asked about that actually before um, game game four, and you know, he was like, "No, nah, we're not going to do that." You know, I understand it. it, it it's great. But, you know, we, we basically we're not going to sleep on anyone or, or sleep on Brooklyn. And they're also looking at it like, you know what, if they go out here and if MB's able to play and he plays and if they go out there and win, you know, they'll, they'll be off on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, you know, possibly even Saturday and Sunday. So it's one of those things where they can be able to rest them then as opposed to basically saying, uh-oh, we're going to need you for um, a game, a game six, and then if that goes wrong, we're definitely going to need you for seven. So I think that is one of those things where they're in the mindset, like if you're able to play, you're going to play because, you know, we we really want to rest for a few days afterwards. Hey Keith, before we get you out of here, Keith Pompey, Philly Inquirer, uh, with us. One thing I think we're really lucky that didn't happen on Saturday was another malice at the palace situation. Um, man, that was real close to the fans. And fortunately, you're you're close to sort of the richer fans there. It might have um, might have more patience than than some fans would have would have in a certain in a situation like that. But it was real close to the crowd, man. And all it takes is one or two fans getting involved, and then all hell breaks loose. Keith, we're lucky you didn't get to that on Saturday afternoon. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And again, it was funny because, like you said, we were they were closer to some of the richer fans. Exactly. Like they got out there before. You know, they got. I mean, they were gone. It was. I like, noticed that the seats were empty. I was like, yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> you know, what I mean, it was, it was, it was, it was one of those things where, 
I was like, hey, man, I, uh, those seats were full a second ago. Like, when the came, they were, like, clear. You know what I mean? I was like, whoa. You know what I mean? But, uh, hey, when you're from man, Brooklyn, hey, when you're from Brooklyn, Keith, you're, you you get good at knowing when, uh, when stuff's about to hit the fan. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But, you know, it, it was one of those things. I mean, it, it, yeah, they they kind of avoided something. And, and I also think that's why, you know, they had to give out the fines. They had to do all the things they had to. You know, uh, I'm surprised, like, you know, one could argue like, hey, maybe they could have suspended a guy a game because of that, you know, because it spilled over into the crowd. But exactly you know, like you said, those fans got out of there quick, fast, and hurry. <laughs> hey, Keith, thanks a lot for taking the time to be with us this morning, man. Hey, thanks for having me, fellas. Enjoy the rest yeah, of the Yeah, let's, let's do it again. I'm a Raptor fan, so that's it's going to get real next week, man. <laughs> Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, a lot to talk about, too. Yeah, that hey, we'll definitely do it again. Thanks for the time, bro. All right. Thank you. There's uh, Keith Pompey uh, with his Philly uh, Philly inquired. Yeah, Joe, I'm telling you, it was basically in the stands, but it's true. It's, a, you know, and it's Brooklyn. It ain't cheap to sit there, right? So it's basically like, those are like $1,000, $1,500 seats, oh, yeah. Joe. Oh, yeah. And, yeah you know, the best move was chicks. the dad with the toddler. Did you see the dad holding the little kid on his lap who just who took off hard left, man, picked up the kid and ran? It was it was a great move, man. He like wasn't he wasn't hanging around waiting to see who else came in there. Aren't you getting back home? Oh, the wife, how's the game? Oh, it was awful. We nearly got killed by a bunch of seven feet dudes. <laughs> <laughs> the Fantasy Sports Network is ready to take you out to the ballgame. Our experts and analysts are following the boys of summer. Through all 162 games of the 2019 MLB season with the best fantasy baseball analysis in the industry. Catch the latest news and notes every day to help you win your fantasy leagues and your DFS tournaments. We'll always want you back listening and watching the Fantasy Sports Network on the FNTSY radio app and the FNTSY YouTube channel. The Fantasy Sports Network, where we're root, root, rooting for your fantasy baseball team. Calling all drivers. Want a career that will take you places? Then Coach USA and Megabus is the place for you. Coach USA and Megabus, leaders in the local and intercity bus transportation industry, are looking for career minded, conscientious drivers with a valid CDL Class A or B license with passenger endorsement. They offer paid training, competitive salary, and many benefits. Apply now and start driving to a better future. Visit CoachUSA.jobs. That's CoachUSA.jobs. your vehicle is riding rough, it may be time for new shocks or struts. Right now at O'Reilly Auto Parts, buy a combination of two or four select Monroe or Rancho shocks and struts and get up to an $80 Visa gift card by mail. Improve your ride with Monroe or Rancho shocks and struts at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supplies. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. I had great results. I lost 70 pounds. I weighed 265 and went down to 195. My doctor told me, if it works for you, then do it. A lot of people say to me, how did you lose the weight? I said, I take Andro 400 every day. I'm going to take it forever. That was Walt talking about Andro 400. Now listen to what Bob has to say. When you listen to your radio commercials, you say that's not possible. But since I've experienced it, your commercials aren't strong enough. I am 76 and I've had a belly for way too long. My whole body is shrinking. My energy level has gone up. And the only thing difference is Andro 400. It's great stuff. I tried other products and nothing happened. Guys, if you'd like to lose stubborn belly fat, gain energy, and feel years younger, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to to andro400.com or call 
andro400.com. Are you, or someone you love, one of the nearly one million Americans living with Parkinson's disease? There is no known cure, but you have the power to help change that by participating in a clinical trial. The Michael J. Fox Foundation will help get you started. Visit michaeljfox.org forward slash participant pack to download the new Parkinson's trial participant pack. It's free and available right now. That's michaeljfox.org forward slash participant pack. Visit today. All right, guys, we invite you to tune in to live coverage of round one, the 2019 NFL Draft, this Thursday at 8 o'clock Eastern time on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network as Mike Blewett, Dane Martinez, and Emery Hunt. Well, they're live. They're taking you through the first round. And if you are not driving, catch the video coverage of the broadcast on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page where you can weigh in with your thoughts, reactions, of course, in real time in the chat room. And uh, that's it, because not only is it April, but for fantasy football players and NFL bettors, you guys know the season starts now, and we're on the clock with you, 8 o'clock Eastern time this Thursday. Hop into the YouTube chat room and gloat, vent, give us your opinions, make fun, whatever it may be. It's the 2019 NFL Draft here on the Fantasy Sports Network this Thursday, 8 p.m. to midnight Eastern time. All right. Uh, thanks, uh, Joe. Uh, something we didn't get to, Donovan McNabb. I don't know if you saw this, Joe. Donovan McNabb said uh, over the weekend, I think yesterday, uh, he told a Philadelphia radio station that um, that Carson Wentz, if Carson Wentz can't get them basically to like the NFC Conference Championship game this year, that he's a failure, and mm. that if they don't like win with him in this like next year or two, then they should move on from Carson Wentz. He pretty much went after Carson Wentz, saying that Carson Wentz hasn't proven anything and he's always hurt, and that uh, you know Nick Foles showed that he was actually better. I uh, said in the next two, three years, two years or so, he has to find a way to go out and get to the second, get out of the second round of the playoffs, which would be the conference championship. Uh, what Nick mm. Foles is able to do, take him to the Super Bowl, get him to an NFC Conference Championship game, prove that, hey, some people can get that offense uh, going and be successful. Wentz has never been healthy. He's not really proven to me. Besides the year before he got hurt, he was an MVP candidate. He needs to get back to that moment. Um. Now, a lot of well, I, lot of people yeah, I brought up saying that they should give up on Wentz. I'm just saying, like he's saying, listen, guys, well, you can't put all your eggs in that basket. Those right? were his exact mean, words that they should move on without him in two years, unless he takes them. That's giving up on him. Well, I, you know, giving up is like cut him, but I think what he's saying is maybe we should look for other options in the draft. Let's not just assume like quarterbacks are off off limits moving forward if he doesn't show the progress that's needed over the next couple of years. Yeah. Um, we should note, like people are bringing up, Donovan McNabb played 16 games like four times in his career or something. He was always yeah. hurt. He was always Anybody hurt and didn't win. <laughs> and, you know, I knew this this wasn't going to go down go down in Philadelphia well. And Philadelphia Eagle uh, players have responded now. And mm-hmm. they're actually standing up. For, for Carson Wentz, Lance Johnson says, at Don McNabb on Twitter, at Don, right. uh, at Don McNabb, this is pretty cold and direct, and you wonder why nobody respects you when you come back. <laughs> mm, damn. Damn. Yeah. Like, Don McNabb. he does have a point, though. He, he does he, have a point, though, doesn't he? Don McNabb, though, doesn't have 
And I, it kind of sucks for Donovan. It is what it is. But he doesn't have any credibility there. Yeah. Like, he's not beloved. You know what I mean? Like, they never won. They won a Super Bowl without him. It's not like when Donovan, oh, Donovan says this, Donovan says that. I, You know, when you bring this up, Donovan, I hate to bring it up, but people, like, how many people today on sports radio in Philadelphia are going to call and rip Donovan McNabb and bring up the fact that, bro, you puked on the Super Bowl drive? Mm. You literally choked, like literally and figuratively, right? Like, is Donovan McNabb, to me, doesn't really, I think Carson Wentz is more popular than Donovan McNabb is in Philadelphia, with young and old. Yeah. And 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 I think Pompey raised a good point actually, Joe, with about Embiid, and I think he's right about it. In which, and, and I don't have to like it, but Embiid is like uh, not even a uh, millennial. Like, what's newer than millennial? Unless they're still millennials, but I don't think he cares about what the norm is. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, there's these guys that they don't care, and. Sort of like, like Eli Manning. There's a new generation of Giant fans. They don't care about those Super Bowls. You know what I mean? If you're 22, 23, it's like, whatever, bro. Like, I, I'm living in the now. And I don't think, like, Donovan McNabb is some hero with, with Eagle fans. I could be wrong, Joe, but I don't think he's some hero. I think it's just going to be people telling him to shut up. But Carson Wentz does have something to prove this year. I mean, they went with him over Nick Foles, right? Mm-hmm. Listen, Donovan Manea could secretly behind the scenes be hoping Carson Wentz fails, so it'll make him him look a little bit better. I'm sure there's he always, is. I'm yeah, sure there's he always. Is. A, I'm sure there's a part of that going in there. Because he but, doesn't want another guy just sort of he's falling lower on the totem pole of quarterback. Exactly. Yep. History there, right? Yep, absolutely correct. But again, you know, Philadelphia fans are funny because they'll go to bat right now until that two or three year mark comes and Carson Wentz isn't on the oh, field. Oh, they'll throw or, him out of the bus. Yeah. Oh, they'll, throw, they'll kill him. So that's what cracks me They might me not up even here. wait it's for like, years. Yeah, you're right about yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, congratulations. Take the high road now. But the reality is, you, you know, you're going to be backing up Donovan McNabb in two years if you don't see results. Yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting. You're right. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, because the they're so is, forgiving. These are the same people that were tweeting out that Carson Wentz was going to win three MVPs in a row, right? <laughs> that he was the greatest quarterback of all time. And look at this kid. Yeah. He's going to be amazing. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. last year, they wanted Nick Foles to play the fans more than him. Couldn't wait. Couldn't wait. Now Nick yep. Foles ain't there to save him. Mm. Like, you know what? Yep. Uh, you know what would be interesting? You know what? Interesting. It'll be, it's going to be crazy if it happens. But <laughs> what if he gets hurt again? Yeah. That's the thing. Then, then I thought McNabb could be right. You know, I think you're right, and I think Donna McNabb is probably right. Mm. I just think it was the wrong messenger. And Donna yeah, can't McNabb. go on WIP, and yeah, no, you're Donna McNabb, bro. You number one, you never made it to the, you never won a Super Bowl. So we won a Super Bowl without you, and mm. Wentz was part of that. Whether people want to give him credit for it or not, Nick Foles ain't winning the Super Bowl unless he's only playing two games at home in the playoffs. Right. He played two games at home in the playoffs because of Carson Wentz. I'm not going to take away what Carson Wentz contributed to that team. The guy played, Joe, like mm. Nick Foles only played like the last month. I think it was the last four games. Four, five, four. You know, like Car- Carson Wentz yeah. earned his ring by getting them to be 11 and one or whatever they were when he got hurt. I think he finished the last two weeks of the season and then throughout the, uh, the playoffs there. But, I, you know, listen, I don't think it's out of the question to say in two years, if Carson Wentz is not, Staying healthy, staying on the field, and advancing this team—you yeah. you can't just be like, okay, we're not going to draft a. You know, you got to start looking to the future. In Philadelphia, you're going to demand. Who's their that. backup Who are you guys now? Kidding? 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, who, who is, is the best? I couldn't that. tell you. Nate Sudfeld still? Oh yeah, so oh, he was God, he, he was in Washington yeah. after. Like I don't even know. Like who? Yeah. Who's there? Like his? I don't know. I don't know. Let me see. Eagles. Uh, who's the third guy? Oh, Sanchez. Is he still around? <laughs> I still think he's there. <laughs> yeah. So tell me how drafting a quarterback isn't in the cards in two years. No, it is Sudfeld. My bad. It is Sudfeld. Yeah, Sudfeld. Yeah, okay, so I don't know. So it's hard to keep up with these stiff. But I think guys. Sanchez is the number three guy. Luis or, Perez. Or oh, Perez. That's hey, right. hey, hey. Remember, uh, hey, good for Luis. I don't yep. know if you remember when I said after the day after the AF folded, I said this Luis Perez kid deserves a shot somewhere. He got it. And, uh. And our guest was like, oh, no, no, no. He's not going to get a shot. Garrett Gilbert get a shot. Yeah, here's Luis Perez. Good for him. Yep. Good for him. Means yep. Philadelphia's a lot of trouble. Yeah, means <laughs> you're screwed. If it yeah, Carson no, but Wentz you're right. stay healthy. <laughs> no, I'd, I'd be worried, Joe. If yeah. I'm Philadelphia, Carson Wentz has not shown an ability to stay healthy. Yep. And you can't win with Nate Sudfeld and Luis Perez in the NFL, bro. Nope. So yep. I, uh, Donovan might be right. Bad messenger. Yeah. Yeah, like, <laughs> bad messenger, right message. I mean, right, right yeah. thought though. There it really is. Yeah, you're right. I, 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 yeah, because in 12 months from now, let's let's uh, let's check back in on how people, uh, how the Philadelphia fans are supporting Carson Wentz if he's not playing. People aren't gonna like it. People aren't gonna like what he said in Philly, but I guess you you're right and he's right. Yeah, well, it's not like you know, it's not like you had more, you know somebody outside of the organization. Like it's not a big nap, guys. He's your, he's telling you what you don't want to hear. So, but he's right. The reality is he's right. I wouldn't want. Yeah, Tom but Brady it also comes across it. like he's jealous of when somehow. I don't know. Yeah, but it's. He's I don't think people point. like him. That's just what it is. I don't think people like Donovan McNabb that much. Yeah, they've. I think they've resented him from day one. Yeah, it's like. You know, I don't know. I think they blame him for not winning and then the throwing up in the Super Bowl and yeah. he was always injured and pointing fingers. It was never like Donovan never really ever seemed to say, yeah, my bad. You know what I mean? I'm the quarterback. My bad. There was always sort of like, wow, an excuse. And I don't know. I'm just saying like he doesn't seem to be like deep into fan lore with them there. Like, hey, Donovan McNabb's here. You know what I mean? And he wasn't a wealth of health either, like you said. It wasn't like he was, uh, you know, he was Mr. Sturdy on the field all the time. Um, all right. I believe we've got Bob. What about Bob? We can't. Uh, we go with Bob plays in the day. How you doing, guys? Bobby. Hey, what about that Boston pick this weekend, huh, guys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boston. Uh, what about tomorrow, Bob? Boston and Toronto. Yeah, going for Boston. Yeah, of course you're awesome. going for Boston. Hey, uh, nice. I told you to pick Boston. You went against the, you know, you went against me. You can help it. <laughs> Good call, Bob. Okay. Good call, man. <laughs> can I give you the picks tonight for the hockey? Yeah, what do you got, Bob? I'm taking Dallas, and then I'm taking the Capitals. Wow, I was thinking about taking Ooh. the other side of both. Yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> well, do it then. See who wins. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't want to get in front of you. You lose hot. money. I don't. You will gonna lose money if you do that. Yeah, the difference between Bob us is I'm down. actually betting money, Bob. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> well, at least yeah. I'll give you. That's a good point. That's a good point, yeah. Joe, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's a quality point. Well, you point. bet on everything you say. Yeah, I bet too uh, much, Bob. I got a problem. <laughs> I got a call. Yeah, I do too. I have a big gambling. problem. <laughs> I know. Well, well no. What's your problem, yeah, Bob? Well. <laughs> I like betting on horses, I tell you that much. I yeah. can't wait till May 5th. Yeah, yeah, Kentucky Derby's May around 5th. the corner, huh? 
Yeah, you're gonna go watch it. But the Saturday after, you're gonna go to the off trail. You're gonna go to the OTB to watch it, and where in Mass? Yeah, I have to go that to Connecticut. Connecticut. Um, Yeah, you know where the airport is? No, I've never been there. No. Well, it's called the airport in Connecticut. (laughs) Yeah, in Connecticut, yeah, Hartford, and then right next to it, it's like it has a. Come on, so there's got to be an OTB. There, there's not an off-track betting parlor in Vermont. No, not where, not where I am. Nope. Who's on. your early favorite for the Derby, Bob? Who do you like? Oh, I have to look at it. I haven't looked at it yet. No, I don't. Gotcha. Didn't look okay. at it yet. It's a little I'll early. tell you when. I'll look early. at it, then tell you. Hey, you know John Boza? You ever hear of John Boza? Who? John Boza. John Boza, who used to play for Miami. And what about him? Dolphins. I know really? he, me and him lived in uh, Keene, New Hampshire together. He he lived in Keene. And that that helps mm-hmm. us how pick a horse race, Bob? No, I just thought that out. That you know, you talk about Boza. Oh, you know, yeah. Boza. Does he see offensive and, uh, on Twitter know, too? It, it, <laughs> isn't he like Roseanne talking about you know people? You know, yeah, well, it's not, you know, if Roseanne you look at, did the same thing too. Yeah, Roseanne's worse. Roseanne's worse. Like I'm not gonna put both in Roseanne. If you look at his tweets, yeah, not, no, Roseanne was really bad. They're yeah, not like true. racist yeah. posts his tweets, but it's just there's a pattern, Joe, of of where he's going. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. all I'm saying. Like I'm not. There's nothing wrong with supporting Trump on Twitter, and there's nothing wrong with saying you don't like Beyonce. But when mm. you add up ten right. things in a row, Joe, it looks bad. But thanks for the call, Bob. May the winners be mine. <laughs> yes. So, Joe, All right. what are you doing tonight? Maximum security, by the way, what do you uh, Bob. That's, that's going to be the early favorite for the Derby. You know me. I'm going all day long. I'm going uh, not overthinking it. I'm laying the points for Milwaukee, and I'm taking the money line with Houston tonight all day long. These are closed. These, just stick a fork in both of those teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? I, like, I think you're right about something you said earlier. Don't overthink things. Why get cute? Right. Don't, give don't me, create uh, drama that's not there. Give me Milwaukee and Houston. You're right. Yep. I just talked about the numbers, like so being dominant. Why force it, right? Why fight it? Yeah. Don't um, overthink it. Hockey, man, it's tough. That's brutal. Good God. luck. I think the Preds survived, <laughs> though. And they're, they're going to live to fight another day. You think? Yeah. Damn. Another game seven. Doing it at four, we'll have more picks, I hope, for win. <laughs> Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-957-6063. That's 800-957-6063. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. 
See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Being a new parent means every high and low you can imagine. But Evos can make it all easier with a baby monitor you can trust. Go to myevos.com. That's M-Y-E-V-O-Z.com to see how Evos can be the eyes and ears of your nursery. Evos works with your smartphone to provide a live audio and HD video connection to your baby anytime and anywhere. On a date, at work, away on business, even serving your country overseas, Evos helps you never miss a moment. Whether your baby is with a sitter, your partner, a grandparent, or a friend, you'll be right there too. And with unique features like smart alerts that know the difference between a barking dog and your baby crying, extensive sleep tracking data, and state-of-the-art security features for your peace of mind, Evos is the smart baby monitor for connected parents. And enter the code SPORTS at checkout for $20 off. That's myevos.com. M-Y-E-V-O-Z dot com. Meta. Uh, kind enough to join us. I don't believe any rumor, any report out there, but you're in the middle of this. What's it like from a reporter's standpoint being in the middle of Rumor Central? Because reporters, you guys report Fox. At draft week, it's not Fox. It's all speculation. Yeah, what's interesting is that, uh, look, nobody gets it right. It's not like you've ever heard of anybody, you know, correctly predicting the entire first round, let alone, you know, the first 10 picks. I mean, there's a reason why teams are so uh, tight-lipped and keep things close to the vest. So what you try to do as a reporter and even as a fan, you you know, you try to correctly diagnose what their needs are and try to pair up uh, players that make the most sense uh, without reaching too much for any given team. Uh, But what I found is that typically when you look at mock drafts, for example, in, uh, you know, late March versus today, the week of the draft, Uh, it's a little bit more accurate now than it was three or four weeks ago because, you know, you get more information talking to various people on different teams uh, throughout the league. And, again, you're never going to hit the bullseye, uh, but you're going to get pretty close, and sometimes you'll you'll be right uh, as long as your logic and your thinking is correct. Uh, This year is so interesting because there is uncertainty at the the top, at the number one pick. And and because we're talking about either a quarterback in Kyler Murray or perhaps a defensive lineman in Quentin Williams, uh, depending on who actually goes to the top will ultimately determine how everything flows down and trickles down in those first handful of picks. So that's why I'm I'm fascinated because I don't believe that ultimately the – Cardinals will take a quarterback at one. If I'm the Jets, and let's look at this from a Jet perspective, they're sitting in the three spot, and they're throwing it out there, potentially open for business if if somebody uh, wants to deal and they can move down. But really, they're in a pretty good spot. Let's say Kyler Murray is taken uh, by Arizona first overall. 
they fall into Bosa or or Quinnen, as you just stated. You know, maybe they like Josh Allen a lot. Do you think they are going to trade down? But if Murray is taken, it's really hard to screw this up, uh, drafting this high this year, isn't it? Yeah, I would agree with you. Uh, if, if the quarterback is taken and all these defensive linemen are still available, it, it would be difficult unless you pick the wrong guy, and we're not going to really know that for a few <laughs> yeah, years. Exactly. Uh, the, the Jets are trying to move down. It's easier said than done. Uh, in a perfect world, uh, they would love to recoup a second. 